Right now. What the right fuck now. does cotton candy look like? I don't know what that question means. <laughs> what? Have you not seen cotton candy? It's been a while. I'm very confused. You only ask those types of questions when you all of a sudden have to draw cotton candy. That's all I'm saying. Draw a cloud with... Yeah, draw a cloud. Draw like cloud. a pink cloud. or blue cloud. Cloud Strife from Final Fantasy VII? Yes. That makes and no that sense, guys. cotton candy. That makes a lot of sense, actually. It does. It certainly does. And uh, with that begins KGB Radio, episode 20, official podcast of knowngriefers.com. I am Rock, your host. Joining me tonight is Chris Linendahl. Hi! Uh, also joining us in the studio... Returning special guest, Dan Bethel. I don't want no scrubs. Oh. <laughs> Shit. <laughs> Did you say no scrubs or nose rubs? Both. It's and a very layered song. Uh, also joining us in the studios, Mr. Humor Tumor. Hey, how's it going? Great. And rounding out the podcast tonight, our good friend Pat Rock. Pat, how's it going? Hey. Hey, what's up? What's going on? How you doing? Ah, uh, I'm good. I am great, in fact. Oh boy, I feel like it was a really busy week. Hey, did anybody watch the? Uh, anybody watch the Super Bowl? You guys watched some feetball this week? Yeah, I watched it at my girl's friend's house. Your, Your girl's, girl's friend. friend? <laughs> 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 it's it's talk. Many wow. girls is one. Uh, many girls, one friend. We all Seriously. just dogpiled that joke. It's like a, it's like attorneys general. Yes, yeah, yeah, or courts martial. So uh, or law, law and order. But yes, yeah. I, I no, did it's... watch the Super Bowl. <laughs> no, you got it. It's, it's laws and order. <laughs> yep, yep. Uh, yeah, I I actually um for the for the uh, continuing my streak of I think about four consecutive years I watched. Not a single minute of the Super Bowl, so I was I was pretty happy about that. I was good with that. Well, th- this is my first Super Bowl ever. I had one of those, yeah, a few years ago. It's, oh, did you win? I, yeah, yeah, I, I won. I, I won. I uh, I became the Skyrim, so that was was pretty good. I was very happy I, about I that. I got to make fun of Madonna, but I guess so did the entire country. Madonna. And and and, and MIA at some point, is that correct? MIA mm-hmm. was there? What the fuck I was don't that? Know. I don't know who these fucking people are. The only person I can name is Madonna. The Madonna. The Madonna. Yeah. Yeah. Great. Great. Chris, did you uh did you watch any of the Super Bowl? I did. I watched the middle half. The middle half. Mm-hmm. Okay. All right. The middle was, half of three halves. Well, it was the part where the golden retriever puppy was chasing around the uh, the Labrador puppy, and then they would pull on the toys, and it, there was a uh, video camera in the fish bowl. I saw that. I saw the puppy bowl. I I don't know what 
right? I have no idea what you're talking about right it's now. It's the Puppy Bowl. What is that? I've never seen that. It's puppies on a fake little football field, and they just run around being puppies. It's it's amazing. Is there wacky music playing? No, but there's an overly enthusiastic announcer and a referee who clearly doesn't want to be there. Great. Right, and they, they play to the death. Uh-huh. At, at least three puppies are euthanized. At least, or else it's not a game. Yeah. All right. Euthanized by force. You know, I I have said otherwise for a long time known now, as murder. <laughs> I said for a long time now that um, I I think I think professional athletes are in general paid way too much money for the job that they do. Um, I I feel like you should really only make twenty million dollars a year if you know if, if losing means that you die. You know what I mean? Like so, football, but with lions on the field. You know what I mean? Then, like, your your paycheck makes sense to me at that point. Like, no, you dodged fucking lions. Like, yeah, you get $20 million. Or NASCAR on a minefield. <laughs> yes. Or football yes. on a NASCAR track. Ooh, <laughs> yes. yeah. <laughs> like, I just, I, I don't know. That's something that, that has always perplexed me about professional athletes is that, like, no, you're, you're essentially getting paid a lot of money to play a game. You know what I mean? Like, that that's a little ridiculous to me. I think if you mixed MotoGP and a roller derby, it'd be a good combo. Yeah, yeah, I could see that. that would so, need, you would need giant roller skates to put on those cars, though. Ooh, <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's true, that's true. <laughs> you didn't think that one through? Yeah. Stupid. Dummy. You well, don't. Uh, in, the, in the really, really off chance that this is someone's first time tuning into the show... This is a podcast about video games. So, uh, Chris... Football video games. Oh, only, exclusively, football video games. So, Chris, um, what uh, what video games centered around football did you play? Uh, John Madden, Sport Talk, 94. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. That was really, that was the highlight, I think. Okay. That's good vintage. I, I don't think, what was... John Madden, the one who did Sports Talk Football? I no, know. he wasn't. Yeah, that was Joe no, Montana. No, it, it was Joe Montana. Shit. Yeah, you fucked that one up. Yeah, I did. I'll, yeah, uh, there's no way I can fix that for you. I'm sorry. Damn it. God damn it. Sorry. Yeah. <laughs> Fuck, start the show over. <laughs> I, yeah, I, yeah, that's what we'll do. Put some wood on the fire. <laughs> <laughs> so, did you did you play any, any non-football-related games, Chris? Uh, that's, that's all I play. I play FIFA, rugby. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. All right. FIFA Rugby. Yep. yep. Mutant League. Blood nice. Bowl. Um, a few. What was the question? Uh, what video huh? games did you play over the last week? All oh, right. Yeah, that one. Uh, I played uh Trenched for about 5 minutes before Pat made me so angry I quit. I I <laughs> I barely remember that happening. I remember being on the USS McKinley for a really long time, and then nothing. Wait, what did I do to make you angry? Uh, have internet that doesn't work, I think, is the correct answer to that one. At three in the morning. <laughs> After recording a podcast. <laughs> yeah, so that, okay, that, so five that didn't go well. Mm-hmm. Uh, maybe okay. a, half, a half hour of Syndicate with you guys. Uh, I went away for like... It wasn't even for very long. I was gonna fix it, and then I came back, and you guys were both gone. Yep, you were way long enough to piss me off. <laughs> <laughs> but that's what pissed you off was that I left. 
There's a lot of things that piss me off, Pat. Oh, okay. Hmm? Hmm? Well, we, we, didn't, <laughs> we didn't start the night off very well by playing fucking Syndicate. That's true. Yeah. How is that? Uh, not good. Not good. Yeah. I didn't think it was that bad. After, after we finished playing, or after we finished uh, recording the show last week, we, uh, we all went and played the Syndicate demo, Pat and Chris and I. And, um, you know, graphically, it's, it, it looks okay, you know? Especially, you know, for, for like a console shooter, it looks, it looks great. Um, but, I mean, that, that demo does nothing to explain itself to you. Uh, it doesn't explain anything, how anything works to you. Um, the enemies are just, like, super bullet sponges. We were just dying left and right. And I, I'm a pretty adept shooter player, you know, and, and we were just going down left and right. Um, there, there was, it, it was just a really fucking shitty-ass shooter. It was really dumb. It, it just seemed to have all the worst qualities in a first-person shooter. Yeah. Yeah, it, it really... I think we're going to try to give it another shot uh, tonight yeah. after we finish. But um, Yeah, I'll give it another go. Yeah, I'll give it one more try, but that, that demo was... Ugh, that was not it was, good. It was so un... Uh, what do you call it when you take it out and you don't give it any context? Unintuitive? Yeah, maybe. Uninspired? One of those words. One of those words. It's a buzzword. And... Um, the, it was just, it was like really hard, like hard to the point where it wasn't fun. Because you would just have, you would just have to like sacrifice yourself to move forward. It, it, it's hard for stupid reasons. It's not hard because the AI rocks or something like that. Right. Like it's, it's hard because the enemies take, you know, one and a half clips to go down yeah. and they'll kill you in three shots. Like that's why it's hard. It's, it's hard for stupid reasons. So it's not really a balanced game. It's just, fuck no. Hey. Yeah, it's dumb. It seems like it I was think... made for four people, but we were only yeah. three. So maybe this person would have helped, but barely. <laughs> yeah, but there, a game the... like that should scale appropriately. It didn't. I thought so too, but it didn't we seem also, like it did. You jump in without any tutorial or anything. Yeah, that's and what I, mean. I think we made some pretty good progress, but that and that at that point we were just getting used to like what we should have known coming in, and then trying to organize at that point, you know, without being good at whatever we're supposed to do. Yeah, it's not a good demo. Yeah. It, if, it, if it's a good game, it's not a good demo. I don't know for either, really. It, it really did nothing at all to explain itself. And, and it seemed like, like, you know, Call of Duty doesn't need to explain itself at all. Like, you jump in, you, you can pretty much pick it up within a few minutes. But um, this game is definitely a game that has a few mechanics going on that aren't immediately clear and, and could really use some explanation. And that demo doesn't show you anything about it. So um, Breaching. Yeah, yeah. No, no, yeah, whatever that means. Nothing about breaching. Nothing about the, uh, the, the alternate view mode. Basically, like, detective view mode. Like, no, it, it didn't tell you anything. It was, it's a bad demo. It's a really bad demo. And uh, uh, speaking of, don't step on my Segway, Dan, I will cut you. <laughs> uh, speaking oh. of Detective Vision, I also played some Gotham City Imposters. Oh, yeah, yeah, I forgot about that. How, um, how is that? Sucks. <laughs> it seemed, I mean, from the start, from the time that game was announced, I was like, oh, that looks really dumb. It's, uh, a, it's a Batman-centric first-person shooter, but it's far more first-person shooter than it is Batman. It looks like a Team Fortress 2 mod. Totally. It is. That, it, yeah. is, it is Team Fortress 2. That's exactly how Chris described it to me today. He's like, it's like if you took Team Fortress 2 and put a Batman skin on everything, like, that's what it is. And I fucking hate Team Fortress 2, so... And I know I what like I will Batman, be getting. But I don't like first-person shooters, so... That did not have a good mix of the two. 
It's a strange concept. I'm surprised that it got as far as actually being made. Because especially the, the tone set with Arkham Asylum and Arkham City, like it is it is such a, a 90 degree turn or maybe 180 that it, it doesn't even make sense. <laughs> it doesn't even make sense in the context of Batman video games. It's it's really bizarre. No, compared to the dark, you know, that Batman has recently been very dark. And this one just goes completely like Saturday morning cartoon. There's no, ring to br- no reason to bring race into this, dude. <laughs> yeah, what the fuck? Man? <laughs> but... Uh, the Saturday morning car- the Saturday morning cartoon thing is a pretty spot on. Like that seems like where it takes place is that you know WB cartoon. Brave and the bold. Yeah, totally. It just it seems so weird to me that like. But you are did, shoot, you are shooting dudes. I think yeah, it's either T or M. But that, that's the thing that that seems really dumb is is it, it's like no we like when I think of Batman like like a Batman game, I don't think first person shooter. I don't yeah, think, well, I think shooter. That's... That's where their argument comes in, right? Because you're not playing Batman. You're playing you're right. a wannabe, right? And so, I yeah. mean, the, the Batman, the bats, I guess as they're called, um, are using guns and stuff like that. So they want to yeah. maybe distinguish that if, if you're playing an imposter of Batman, you're actually playing the antithesis of him. That's so a good point. You, can, you can make that kind of argument. But it's but still. If you, if you want to be Batman, you should have shitty gadgets. You shouldn't have a, a shotgun. If you yeah. want to be Batman, <laughs> you should. If you want to be Batman, you should play fucking Arkham City. That's oh, also yeah. a good point. Yeah. That's yeah. True. However, I, I will also say that, like, you know, it's a lot, e- like, looking at it from probably a more realistic standpoint than is necessary. Like, if you're like, hey, man, I want to be a vigilante, I mean, it's a lot easier to just get a shotgun and, you know, be a vigilante than it is to, like, you know, I'm going to make a batarang or I'm going to, you know, I'm, I'm going to, I'm going to make a homemade flashbang, you know, like, it is a lot easier just to get a shotgun and go and shoot juggalos. <laughs> That's the enemies, right? It's the bats and the juggalos. Yeah, pretty much. I, I would play that game. <laughs> Jug- that does sound gallery. amazing. Oh god, uh, Chris, did you play anything else? Uh, not that I can remember. Nothing important. That's for sure. I tried to order my Mass Effect Three Collector's Edition off Amazon. Yeah. Uh, apparently, it got canceled. Bummer, dude. But- it's sold out everywhere. I looked on GameStop, Best Buy. Everybody sold out of the collector's edition. Yeah, I went. I, I I think I ordered my Mass Effect Three collector's edition yesterday, and um, both the Xbox Three Hundred and Sixty and PS Three versions were sold out. Um, it, I I want to say that that they they gave a date at which they would be available again, but um, the PC was the only version that they had, which worked out for me because that was the one that I wanted anyway. But, um, and, and it's like, like I knew clearly like, oh, well, that's the only reason that that's the only one available is because that's the least popular version. Right. Is it digital collectors or are they still going to send you a box? No, I, I specifically ordered a, a box copy. Nice. That's yeah. Good yeah. shit in there. I know. I want that. I want that fucking shit, man. Shit looks awesome. Yeah, me too. I got super hyped just looking at it. I'm going to have to go around sucking cocks to get this collector's edition. No, I mean just check check Amazon because I'm pretty sure they 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 actually had listed I, a date. I signed up for the notification. Yeah, yeah so you should be good, hopefully. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because if if you don't get it, I, then that I, means no, I'm gonna I, have to do the review. I order the standard edition anyway, so. Oh, okay, good, good, because I don't want to do that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, so Dan, have uh have you been playing any games? I have been playing games. Um. I'm I'm caught up in the midst of Skyrim, like many people are. Sexy. But I've managed I managed to play uh, some other games as well. Lots of demos, actually. Um, oh, strange, weird. 
Yeah, weird. Um, I played Gotham City Imposters and was... I'm not a first-person shooter guy, so I sucked at it, so I turned it off. <laughs> but the 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 demos, I don't think I'll write about them, but some demos that stood out, just because they're different and weird. Um, first was Asura's Wrath. I don't, have you heard about this game? It was Capcom, I believe, right? It's like a super Japanese kind of yeah. thing? Yeah, it's, it's, it's Capcom. Like, it, it's like yeah. a Devil May Cry kind of fighter. Not even that. It's like a it's like a it's a Capcom Quick Time event game. It's like Dragon's Lair, but with Japanese craziness. Right. But it was you know it's 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 fun to look at, but it is not very engaging. At least the demo didn't really come across as that as much. Are you fighting giant wizard things? <laughs> you're fighting. You're like fighting gods. Yeah, basically. Like uh, yeah, you're fighting that... a god who tries to squish you with a finger from outer okay. space. Okay, yeah, it's, that's that's it's... the game with the giant finger that comes down. Exactly. Yeah. All right. Um, I one demo that I actually really liked it, it was a sequel, Shank Two. Um, I I was impressed by the demo of the first Shank, but it got kind of mediocre reviews, so yeah. I kind of stayed away from it. But it looks, Shank it Two looks is great. It is, and it's a lot of fun, and and um. It's not bad. It's only ten bucks. I was expecting it to be fifteen, but um, I might pick it up. I don't know. It's 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 an easy classic sort of side scroller thing. I it's a lot of fun. The demo's fun. I'll play it over and over again. The original was fifteen, but I think they learned their lesson from all the <laughs> yeah. the slack they got from the first game. It, but like visually, it looks just like a uh, what's that fucking cartoon? What's that cartoon? I don't know. Avenger Brothers. Uh, kind of. It's a oh, little yeah. lesser quality, but and yeah. it looks like a flash game, to be perfectly honest. But yeah. it's, it looks like a good flash game, a nice flash game, and uh, the controls are are engaging. I like how it, it makes you relish in kind of the uh, the moves that you are able to do, like pouncing on people and just just hold. I love relish. Holding the chainsaw on their faces <laughs> as they're on the ground. <laughs> Sweet but, relish. Uh, and that's fun. Check it out the demo. Um, and the other one, I the game I started playing today because of of a story I'm sure that you're going to be talking about later. But I, I loaded up uh, Costume Quest uh, because of all the Ooh. all the uh, oh, yeah. the, I love that game. The, all the uh, the press that kick, uh, Double Fine has been getting. But uh, I, I finally downloaded the the DLC that was available for that um, and just started that. Yeah, yeah, and uh, it's just it's so much fun. It's just so. It shouldn't be fun because it's not the most challenging game ever. But there's just something about it that's just like I love playing this game. Mm-hmm. Exactly. What I think is is safe to say for all Double Fine games. It's uh, it's super mm-hmm. repetitive, but just changing your costumes and seeing but, the different moves they do is worth it. Exactly, and not and not boring at all. Like it's just it's like uh, when when your characters get to do special moves, right? It's basically you're watching a, a cinematic, short cinematic, and. For example, like I got this eyeball costume, and its special move is that it's 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 this flying eyeball, and then an onion just flies into screen into the screen and gets chopped in half by a knife, <laughs> and the eyeball starts crying so hard it blasts <laughs> a jet of water at the enemy. Just shit like that is just too funny, and uh, I, I could watch that over and over again because it's 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 short enough to be enjoyable without being annoying. But nice, yeah, good times, good times. I love it. Out of all the all the recent games, uh, I think stacking got the least amount of price, but that was the one I think I liked the most. I I I went through the demo of that, but I got distracted or bored. I just wasn't in the right mindset. But I need to give it another shot. I just downloaded the uh, demo for Tr- Iron Brigade, formerly Trenched. But oh, it, uh, mm-hmm. yeah. Iron Brigade is awesome. 
Yeah, we've been, trying to, we've been trying to help Pat through that. Really? Oh, not, well, not, going, not going well. Yeah, nope. I think I got it worked out okay. But uh, stacking, it's, it's actually more of like an old point-and-click adventure game in a way. Yeah, so. yeah. Which I'm sure we'll be talking about Double Fine and their new venture at some point today. We will. Indeed. But, but uh, yeah, other than that, it's, I, I'm... I'm in Skyrim. It has my it has me by the balls and it's I so can't good, stop right? playing it. Fuck. I've had it for, oh, had wait, it for just the right wrestler. Yeah. Yeah. Sorry. I've had it for just just over a month and I'm I think level forty one and seventy Jesus. hours into it. Yeah, fuck me. Wow. No, dude, I I've had that game since the day it came out and you are uh about twice as far as I am, level wise anyway. Yeah. I am proud to say a cat person again. You're welcome. Yeah. Digital Damn high it. five, Chris. That, I think that means you both just type a five into the text window. Oh. Yeah. I, well, I there sent him a JPEG of something. Oh, <laughs> of your dick. Chris, that... Shh. Yeah, those are two cocks high-fiving. I can't do that. <laughs> that's weird. <laughs> well, that's well, more of like a do, low five. What you do is you pour... You pull <laughs> Maybe the, for you. You pull the foreskin over the other one, and then you <laughs> put it... In. We'll push through this. Oh, <laughs> oh my god. Are, are, you, are you referring to mid-air fueling? I thought, <laughs> I thought it was the when, thing ever. Holy when the shit. snake eats the dragon. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> 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 wow. Uh, humor tumor. Um, did you play any games? I played a little bit of uh, Skyrim. Uh, been playing a lot of uh, Mercenaries 3D on my 3DS. What? Oh, and, okay. I yeah. you said Mercenaries, and I thought of the uh, the pandemic developed like open world. Game. No, I was like, I wait, wish, what? Huh? I wish they'd make a third one. Yeah, because yeah, that would be know, pretty cool. It's a series worth bringing back. But and aside from those, two, I started playing Call of Duty Four because I felt like Whoa. playing a mindless shooter. You did it. Yeah, and I don't see why this series has lasted as long as it has now. It's the multiplayer. I I can say that the the multiplayer um can be uh pretty pretty addictive. I like I have been um I, I like I've been over at a friend's house and he's like, "Okay, well, I'm going to go to bed, but you know, you can play, you know, you can mess around on the computer if you want to." And I'm like, "Oh, he has he has Call of Duty on here and I have stayed up until the sun came up playing the multiplayer on there. It's pretty bad." I don't know, like, it, it, it can be addictive. It can be, but it's like, I don't know, I just, if I want to shut down my brain and play a game, that's what I would play. Otherwise, it's it, it serves no uh, real satisfaction to me. Uh, it's, eh, it's, I honestly can't see how it can still be as popular as it has. Um, yeah, I mean, I, I honestly don't know. Like, I, I, I don't really have much of a connection to the Call of Duty series, so, you know, it's hard for me to say. Um, I, I don't know. Like, the last one that I played was Call of Duty 4 Modern Warfare 1. Like, that's it. So. Well, they should, you know, I wouldn't mind it if they, like, Kind of like what Battlefield did with 1943, is release like a smaller game on the side on the arcade. If, if Call of Duty did that, 
with like a World War II game. I I would buy that. I don't know. I just I don't like how everybody's abandoning World War II. That's a fun period. It is. It is. But you know, there's definitely something to be said for uh, you know for a good modern warfare game. I mean, you know, Battlefield Three. Holy shit! Oh yeah, Battlefield Three is fantastic. And I mean, I'm not gonna say you know Call of Duty games are bad. It's, it just doesn't fit me. And you know, it's the same thing year after year. I don't see, you know, I can't see it sustaining much longer. But you know, I'm not gonna say modern warfare isn't a bad thing. You know, Vietnam's had worse track record. Uh, that's very true. How about this space warfare? Uh, actually, um. This is kind of weird, but um, the uh, the company who makes 3D Mark, I wish I could remember their name right now. It's it's a benchmarking software. Um, that company made a space warfare game. It looked kind of cool. I can't remember what it was called, but yeah, they, oh, they... it was called Star Wars Episode One. No, no. Attack of the Sith. No, in 3D. Right? Yep. No, that's my favorite one. It's like a tower defense game, right? No, no, no. Uh, no, I don't know. All I know is it, it's it's in outer space, and they, they took like a very um, like realistic approach to it. Like uh, it, it's it, since it all takes place in outer space, like um, you know, there's there's like like the uh, like continuation of momentum and um, you, you know muffled you, sound and muffled all that. sound and yeah, it, it, it seemed kind of oh. neat, but um, I can't remember what it was called. Something her- shattered horizon. That's what it was, or um, sharded sharded horizon. Ooh, that yes. sounds fun. That was it. Would have been better if you made that joke the first time. I'll edit it out so that I All right. did. Alright, let's keep going. A friend of mine shattered himself at work. Aww. Recently? Today. Oof. Was it the sauce sandwich? That's how you end a that's how you end a week. <laughs> <laughs> no, Friday, I had to shit my pants. He he was talking about a friend of his uh, who was drinking on uh, the 4th of July or something like that a, f- a few years ago, and he was driving home drunk, and he saw fireworks go off ex- exactly in front of the moon. He thought the moon had exploded. What? And so he immediately started thinking about asteroids and, like, tidal movements and all this other shit that would happen. And I guess his friend shit his pants right in the car as he saw the uh, the moon explode. <laughs> and so my friend was laughing hard enough to shart. Oh, that's the awesome. Fuck? Who do you hang out with? Seriously. Hobos. Is this a child? <laughs> <laughs> Pretty much. Pretty much. He's like a, a 32-year-old child. Great. So I was I was pretty sick uh during the week and ended up being home for 2 days from work. And I sat around for a while trying to figure out which game of the many that I've started I should try and actually beat. And I ended up picking, uh, I, I finally put Enslaved in and I've finished that, finally. How far along were you before you decided to get back into it? I uh, I was in, chap- I just finished Chapter 2. Oh shit, wow. Yeah. I had a good amount of game left. <laughs> so... Like, how did you feel about it? Um, I it actually wasn't too hard to like get back into. Um, everything was pretty intuitive since I already missed like all the uh, the uh, like tutorial stuff with like the on-screen prompts and the the manual is shitty. 
Um, I pretty much had to try and remember how to do everything. And oh. Yeah, yeah, I made it almost, I, I think it was in the, like, the last chapter that I re- finally remembered that holding the, like, the, uh, it's the light attack button does the charge up to, like, do a, uh, not reflect, but, uh, it, like, breaks the mech's, uh, guard if they have it up. Oh, yeah, yeah. So that was the only move that I didn't, I wasn't using through the whole game, but, which I would have liked to have known how to do, do much like earlier on. Yeah, that's pretty handy. But the other stuff that you unlock throughout the game, uh, those moves helped quite a bit. But I, I liked it a lot. Um, I can see how it was meant to be like more than one game, but leaving it off like the way it ended, that's it's. I'm fine with it. Yeah, I thought it was, it was a fantastic game. Yeah. Um, and you, you're right. It's just Andy Circus talking to you at the end. It's just, yeah, <laughs> I was, I, I didn't, I knew it was coming, but it was still like, oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. God, I, I love that game. That game is so freaking good. I that would be one that I, if I cared, I would try and get all the achievements in. You know what though? Like, like playing that game. That that's that's my first Ninja Theory game. Playing that really gives me a lot of hope for. Um, them doing Devil May Cry because like Devil May Cry is a series that I've tried a lot to it uh, it gives me a lot of hope that um, they'll make a Devil May Cry game that I can actually play and enjoy you know like if, if they can take you know like like the, the story of Devil May Cry and give it the gameplay of Enslaved th- that's pretty much perfect to me like I, I will take that that yeah. sounds awesome yeah I think they they were like I really liked how the combat worked in uh enslaved. I think they've got that kind of stuff down pretty well. And the motion capture, look, that all oh, works. God. Like, they do a really good job with that, at least use, utilizing it. Yeah, yeah. I, I think that the combat was um, it, it wasn't too difficult. It was it was pretty simple. I mean, there, there weren't any super complex combos or anything, but it was always very satisfying, and, and it worked well. I thought it was great. Yeah. Um... I played games. Uh, guys, I played a shitload of games. Uh, after our conversation last week about um, our favorite game demos, sorry, Dan, I, uh, I was inspired, <laughs> so I went, uh, I went to GOG, and I bought Time Commando, and uh, oh, I've been nice. playing through that. And um, How does guys, that live up to like your memory of it? What's um, GOG? Uh, goodoldgames.com. Oh. Our uh, our advertising partner. We have two banners from them. Click on them. Buy a game. Help us out. Yeah, I'm sure they're real proud to be associated with this. Yeah, I'm pretty sure they don't pay attention. That's true. Um, but uh, yeah, uh, how does it live up to my memory of it? Well, I only play the demo, and um, I don't remember it being this hard to control. Um, this game exists in an era where mice were not ubiquitous, so it makes no, like, it basically acts like your mouse isn't there. Um, it's like, the, it's like, it kind of, contro- like, you, you steer your character kind of like old-school Resident Evil games, like the old-school, like, tank controls. Um, the graphics look horrendous. I thought the uh, screenshots looked really bad. Yeah, they do. No, it, it looks even worse in motion, trust me. Um, <laughs> okay. The music is very interesting, I will say that. Like, it, it's, it's a very... 
it's a very interesting uh, score that they have, and um, I, it, it, it's fun. I, I'm having fun with it. It starts out in, in caveman times, prehistory, um, and then you go to ancient Rome, and uh, then you go to um, medieval Japan, which is, like, the most racist bullshit ever. Like, there's, like, straight up, like, like dudes in karate geese, like, doing flips and, like, karate everywhere. <laughs> there's ninjas. There's, uh, there's fan-throwing geishas everywhere. Samurais. <laughs> you even find a couple of sumo wrestlers. Like, it's the most racist shit ever, but it's, it's good. It's good as hell. Um, there's, oh, oh Japan. there's a dragon. <clears throat> yeah, there's a yeah. dragon at the end, too. Uh, oh, so okay. I, yeah, yeah. So I beat that, and I think right now I'm in uh, medieval England is where I am. Um, and I know that the game also goes to I want to say it goes to World War Two. It goes to the Wild West uh, before World War Two. Um, and then I don't know where it goes from there. I know that there are a few levels after that, but um, it's kind of a hard game actually. Um, it, it's it's a hard ass game, but I'm I'm having fun with it. Just kind of in my off time. Uh, let's see what else did I play. Um, we played the Syndicate demo, we talked about that, there's really nothing more to say about that. And, um, I, most importantly, I guess, I've been playing, uh, Kingdoms of Amalur Reckoning. The full version? Oh, yeah. Yeah, how's that compared to the demo? Uh, you know what, I was kind of surprised to find that, uh, like, like, one thing that was really weird about the demo was that playing the demo hurt my eyes. Like, like, it... Like, that's an exaggeration that a lot of people use. And was like, oh, man, the game's so ugly, it hurt my eyes. Like, no, like, my eyes legitimately fucking hurt playing this game. Um, but w- once the full version came out and I started playing that, for some reason, <laughs> I don't know why. I don't know why. But um, that that wasn't happening with the full version. I was fine. <clears throat> um, the, uh, you know, the, the, the first dungeon is... is like a, it's a fine intro. It basically teaches you about all the different combat aspects of the game and all the different armor and weapons and stuff. And um, I think right now I'd probably say I'm about six hours into it. And uh, I've gotten to the first little town. And, um, you know, it, it's weird because, like, I, I would say that this is a really great game. If some, If you know somebody who has never played an RPG ever, this is a really great game. To start them on RPGs because it, so it's kind of like Fable in a sense in that regards. Fable's a good starter for RPGs. Yeah, it, it's it's a little bit deeper in in most ways than Fable. Like the the combat is deeper. The the RPG is is a lot deeper. But um, yeah, it's 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 very similar. Um, it, it's kind of weird though. Like going like running through the world like doing quests and stuff. Like a, a lot of it's just like these big kind of empty open areas and um a lot of the time running through i was like yeah this this is an mmo like this is an mmo that no one else yeah. is in i'd like to actually talk about that a little bit with with the with the role-playing game specifically over the last probably five or six years you've really seen an, an infusion of mmo ideologies and qualities making their way into just first person i'm not first person but uh, single-player role-playing games and as a person that's never touched an MMO in my life, the first time I really experienced experienced even questing, just having a list of quests to go do, was Final Fantasy twelve. And I'm like, what is this? Am I behind? Is 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 the game stacking up on me? And I'm, I'm, I can't get myself out from under the uh, the weight. But when I played the demo for Kingdom of Amalur Reckoning, Re Reckoning, that's what I'm gonna call it. Reve- it's a sequel to Revengeance. Um, there you go. <laughs> 
I was I, I my first thought was looks I, I've only seen people play World of Warcraft, but it looked very much like it, and um, yeah, just it just felt like what I thought as a as a complete outsider to that genre what an MMO would be like, but with the added benefit of not having to be online. It's, it's, what do you guys think about the sort of invasion of, of MMO qualities into role-playing games, single-player role-playing games? Do you think it's a good thing necessarily? Or do you think it's just natural with the, trend, with the trajectory of, of, of gaming? I think they like can the do it right ever, any... though. Like that grinding kind of quest, though, is like the Bullshit. worst stuff ever. I don't like it. I don't like it. As a guy who hates MMOs, I don't want you getting your MMO in my RPG. Like, keep that <laughs> shit out of here. Like, it's fun if you can do it with other people, but it like, Amalur, like, and I haven't experienced this too much because I'm only about six hours in, but, um, like, like if Amalur was more populated with, with quests like, you know, go, go collect me ten of those things and, you know, kill ten of these dudes, um, it would be really boring. Uh, unless you had another person with you, which is impossible with this game. But, um, you know, I mean, so far the quest structure has been pretty much what you would expect from an RPG. Like, there's nothing that's been really very surprising. I will say that the combat is pretty satisfying. Because, like, yeah. uh, unlike unlike almost any other RPG, um, there is no restriction on any like weapon or armor that you can use at the beginning of it, you know, like a lot of MMOs make or a lot of uh, RPGs I should say, uh make you choose a class and then you're restricted to what kind of weapons or armor you can use by the choice that you made. But in this game yeah. it's like, no, you're out of the first dungeon, so you can use heavy, light, whatever, like you use whatever you want, weapons, whatever, it doesn't matter. Like a lot like any of the the, the uh, Elder Scrolls games, you can use yeah. what you want. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, like as you do progress, though, um, you will start to see stuff like, uh, like oh, this weapon, like it's um, the the three main like stats are uh, might, sorcery, and finesse, and so like certain certain items will require you to have a certain score in might, sorcery, or finesse, but that's really not hard to manage. Um, I've pretty much completely ignored sorcery, and uh, I'm pretty much focusing on might and finesse, and um, it, it's mm. fun. I'm 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 having you know I'm having fun with it. I'm I'm interested to see where this goes. Yeah, and for all the, the downsides, which which you guys pointed out, and other reviews have pointed out, the demo was was actually not the worst experience I'd ever had. But um, but with all the, the the reviews coming out and kind of stockpiling, there does seem to be kind of a consensus that like it just feels like it, it should be awesome. Yep. It's just not quite there yet, and and a lot of people just can't pick it, put their finger on why. One but of the one of. The, Go ahead. But they had they had seven years to fix it, so I mean yeah. they don't have much of a, a leeway to say, hey, you know, we didn't have the time or resources to make this better. It seems Was this like game the... in development that long. Yeah, two two thousand four. Wow! Holy shit! I remember two thousand four. Jesus, I'm old. <laughs> uh, but um, it just seems like a lot of people are maybe thinking that they they didn't. Take it that extra step because it's supposed to be the first step in in not only a uh, a series but also a step to an, an MMO if I'm not mistaken. Yeah, yeah, that's right. But yeah, uh, one one of the reviews I read, and I'd like you to kind of confirm or, or elaborate on this, Rock, is that um, complained about the world as lush and as varied as it is. It just seems to, when compared to something like Skyrim, let's say, 
it just seems to be, uh, I think the words were emotionally void, um, where it just doesn't seem to have much, um, you don't seem to have much relation with the world, despite being able to run around it. No, that's, that's actually a really great point. Um, playing through it, it, uh, I'll go back to, to what I, to what I just said a minute ago, um, it seems like a world in which an MMO should be happening, but isn't. Um, Skyrim, yeah. Skyrim uh, makes me marvel at the uh, n- not just at the graphical beauty of the world, but at the amazing series of random events that can happen at any moment in that world. Um, mm-hmm. ju- just that that everything is free in that world. Um, in this game, not so. It, it very much. I mean, Chris kind of hit the nail on the head unintentionally there saying that the game's been in development since 2004 it very much seems like a game that was developed then it, you know what i mean like like mm. it hasn't it doesn't seem like it has learned very much as far as 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 the world goes it, it hasn't learned very much um from from what other rpgs have done since it started it's almost like uh I would almost argue like Duke Nukem Forever, where it's like it started at a certain point, but then the world kept evolving. It's like, oh shit, let's catch up. Let's let's put in this. Let's put in this. But it just, you know, they might have all the things that were important and are important, but it just never congealed into a a unique entity. Yeah, they jury rigged the wrong <clears throat> certain mechanics that they thought would work, but didn't make it fit very well within the game. It, it hmm. didn't quite get there. It seems like it's. It's competent at its core, and yeah. that's and that's the worst thing you can say about it, is that's competent. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Um, but in the world of Skyrim and Mass Effect Three, yeah, and, you know everything else that you need to stand above the competition. Do that's we know true. how do we know how sales are doing? No, I haven't seen anything yet. Hmm. Um, you know, I I will say, you know, like Skyrim is not the most welcoming RPG. Um, it, yeah. You know, for, for someone who who has never played an RPG before, Skyrim's not very welcoming. Um, Mass Effect, similarly, not it, it's more welcoming than Skyrim, but still, you know, <laughs> yeah. n- not 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 totally there. But um, yeah, I, I, I again, I'll go back to my first point that 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 Kingdoms of Amalur is an excellent game for someone who has never played an RPG before. This is a great mm-hmm. start to RPGs. It's you know, so so I'll give it that. It's it, it's awesome if you've never played an RPG before. Um, you know, I, I'm liking it enough. You know, so I, I'm going to keep on going, and I'll, I'll, you know, I'll keep on doing my, uh, my weekly feature with it. But, um, yeah. you know, it's okay. I, I'm interested to see where it goes. Uh, I wouldn't be surprised if it sells well, especially on the consoles, because, oh, yeah. as I was talking about before with this, the, it like like me, people like me. I'm sure there's a lot of people like me out there who are strict and have been their entire life strict console gamers, and this this whole MMO mentality is is still fairly new to the single player um rpg experience and you could say that it is even a part of of something like skyrim this quest based sort of activity whereas before like with this nintendo super nintendo even through the playstation you know the 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 role-playing game selection we had were japanese role-playing games which are very linear even if yeah, you could argue that they are not, but they are. They're much more linear than something like Skyrim. And so this, I could see this, if especially if it's done well and competently, even uh, I could still see if 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 it's fun, it, I could see it selling well on the consoles without a doubt. But experienced RPG players or MMO players can obviously see see the shortcomings and and can write it off easily. It'll be interesting to see what the numbers are. 
at the end yeah. of the uh, month. I, I think it'll definitely sell better on consoles than on PC, for sure. Um, well, I, I think if, if nobody else has anything, I think uh, I think we're going to go to break. Yes? I'm going to go look Sounds at more good. pictures of Cox. Excellent. <laughs> Excellent. Me too. Um, all right. So uh, we're going to go to break. Uh, when we come back, we will have news and a special surprise. So stay tuned. We will be right back. Hold me as I'm close to Away from the home of your arms I stray Off the radar and into harm's way Now I know the only compass that I need Oh, is the one that leads back to you I think Killing Moon is a better song from Donnie Darko, The Killing Moon. And I'm not a big fan of that back. movie. We are yes. back. Uh, Pat, what was the song bringing us in? Uh, that was Compass by Jamie Liddell. Ooh, from Red Dead Redemption. Or yes. Lydell, I'm not really sure. Eh. Yeah, uh, I remember yes, that song from uh, Red Dead. The song was really fucking good. Yeah. Now I know. Well, yeah, that was that was pretty good, actually. Jesus. Thank you. Like, I remember just like the like at that point in the game in Red Dead, like as soon as that song started playing, and like you know, like the map shows you like where you have to go. And I remember just like like speeding on my horse like toward home, like tears, like literally tears welling up in my eyes, like as this song played. Like I'm going home. Like this is you know, it's over. Like this is awesome. It was it was yeah. incredible. I kind of felt the same way like it was kind of uh no tears but it was that kind of feeling the game is amazing it's actually funny i read an article today on an on a, on a website that asking the question in the headline should games even bothered to try to tell stories or something like that oh, yeah, I read that like, one too. play fucking red dead and you'll you'll <laughs> the answer is obviously yes or yeah yeah it's just such a good game yeah, I argue that yes, they uh, n- not all games need to strive to tell a good story, no. but games do benefit from having a great story as evidenced by games like Red Dead Redemption. Like that that story is just absolutely incredible to me. I cried when I beat Tetris for the first time. It was just so moving. <laughs> I know because he found his dad at the end and he never <gasps> and the knew. dog went, and the dog and the sh- oh god. It was <laughs> Powerful. It's truly powerful. We're going to have to take another break, I think. Fuck Tetris. Yeah. (laughs) There's a... There's a Battleship movie coming out. I know. Thank God. It's about aliens. I saw a trailer for that. (laughs) Why why isn't the quote, you sank my battleship in the fucking trailer? (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, you would think it would be right there. You know there's a game coming out about like ba- that's loosely based on the movie as well. <laughs> hey, Rock, there's been a game out for a long time. No, no, no. This is this is not that. This is no, no. Check this out. Check this shit out. It, it's an Activision published uh game loosely based okay. on the movie. Um you want to know what it is? It's a first person shooter. Of course it is. But there's yeah. no multiplayer. <laughs> no, no, no. But uh, like as soon, I was reading an article about it. I was like, "Oh, of course it's a first person shooter. It's Activision." Yeah, of course. Really? Why why would it not be? The the concept doesn't sound terrible. I'm just wondering about the execution. Agreed. I'll go along with that. I, 
I think there should be an execution of the writer and the director in front of a group of people, oh, bullet oh, Jesus to the head. Christ. Whoever bought that for film rights should should just be dead. Yeah, I just I don't I don't understand. I don't know. I don't well, know. Can, I think we could blame it all on Pirates of the Caribbean, right? I mean, it's not a game, but like this this property that we never thought could be a movie worth watching changed the changed <laughs> yeah, the platform this, completely. This thing that was a fucking ride at a theme park is now a movie. Yeah, that's true. I was gonna say, isn't it's a good ass writer even before then? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was. So that was that was kind of an iffy thing, but you you made a better point about it being a, a freaking just a, like a ride. Like us, you sit, yeah, and like slowly go on a little boat, <laughs> and that's a movie. <laughs> it, it is, it is a fun ride, though. I'll say that. But um, all right, uh, let's move into some news. I've got, I've got some news. Do 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 do. Thank you. Thank you very much. Okay, first news story I've got. Blizzard. Blizzard is trying to block. Valve's trademark of the name Dota, Defense of the Ancients. Huh. Um, as our listeners may or may not know, um, Valve hired the guy who's kind of been like the steward of Dota. Um, he, he Ice Frog is his name. He, he's been the steward of Dota for a few years now. And um, they hired him, and they basically decided to that they were going to do Dota 2. And so they're trying to trademark the name Dota 2 right now. And um, Blizzard is basically stepping up saying, like, no, you can't do that. Um, that came from the Blizzard community, and that's going to create market confusion. And you can't do that. You, you can't. They're actually filing legal action to try to stop Valve from trademarking the name Dota. Hmm. Um, the, the problem... As the, they should. Well, I don't know. The, the problem that I see with that is that Blizzard doesn't own the name Dota. Nobody owns the name Dota. That name but neither, was never... neither does Valve. You're right, but that, that the, the point is that the name Dota, or Defense of the Ancients, has <laughs> never been trademarked by anybody. So... It's a race I, at this I, point. I, right? Well, I think, I think that Valve is in the right, because, and here's why. They hired the one guy who was running Dota, the entire like like this one guy Ice Frog has has been the only guy who's been running it uh, for a few years now. They hired the one guy who's been running it, and you know now but, now they're going to trademark something that hasn't been trademarked yet. But Bl- Dota was originally based off Blizzard's game using exactly. all of their assets, that's, everything that's that true, they developed but... on their money using their employees. No, Blizzard didn't develop Dota. That was a that was a fan made mod. But, no, for, the, the for art assets game. and the game engine and stuff like that. Right. I mean. oh, okay, but here, here's a counterpoint to that. Counter-Strike. Counter-Strike was originally an independent mod that was developed based on a Half-Life engine, mm-hmm. and nobody could claim ownership of Counter-Strike until Valve hired the, pe- the, the modders who made Counter-Strike, and then right. they trademarked Counter-Strike, and now they can make but, Counter-Strike games. Okay. Yeah, but but Blizzard didn't try to make a game and call it Counter-Strike. You see what I mean? Well, Valve beat them to it. That's that's really no. all that there is. No, Valve didn't beat them to it. Valve beat the company, but if Blizzard had tried to make a first-person shooter called Counter-Strike, I think Valve would have had every right to say, hey, you can't do that. You mean, you mean like before Valve trademarked right. it? Yeah. Well, I mean that's that's kind of an irrelevant thing though because that's not what's happening. What's happening is that it's the exact opposite thing. It's a fucking it's an analogy. People use analogies all the time. 
No, you're right, but but that's what's happening is that it, I mean, like I don't think that that the Dota that Valve is making is in any way based on like I don't think that they're that they're using Blizzard assets because that would be like super super actionable. I think. Yeah. Um, you know, my understanding is is that the the Dota two that Valve is building is basically being built from the ground up using their own their own shit. It, it's 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 in you know, source. Yeah, it's in source and it, it's based on like the map is going to be based on the original Dota map. But um, you know, I, I mean, nothing that is that is being made is owned at all by Blizzard. Um, Blizzard Blizzard really doesn't have a legal right to claim anything that Valve is making right now but as far as Dota I don't goes. Think- I don't think Valve is right, whether or not legally, definitely not morally, being like, hey, this game is fucking Dota 2, even though they didn't make Dota 1, and that game doesn't, yeah. you know, that's fucked up. They, that's, I mean, they're, yeah. they're capitalizing on a name that they don't own or put any effort into. That's true. I mean, that, that that's a little bit, that's a little bit weird there, but I mean, it's like, like weird. It's shady and gross. Actually, it's <laughs> totally gross. In if theory, was, if, if Activision did it, people would be shitting on their down their throat. But because it's you know a fucking company that people suck the dicks of, like Valve, <laughs> then people don't mind. Didn't Valve already do something like this with Team Fortress Two? Team Fortress was a mod based on a Quake Three engine. That's true. That's true. But again, it, I mean, that's a similar thing to, um, to. Uh, Counter Strike. They they basically hired the people who made that mod, and then you know they they basically said, okay, we'll make you know make the new one of that, and we'll just call it you know the sequel to the game that you already made or to the mod that you already made. I mean that's that that's that's what they've done with a lot of stuff. I mean Left for Dead, I believe, started as a mod to the Source engine, and they by Turtle Rock, and they they hired Turtle Rock, and they made. You, you know, they hired them to make a game, basically. And I think that's fine. If Blizzard had bought the people that made Dota and decided to make a game called Dota 2, that would be fine. But because Valve did not make the original thing that Dota was based on, they have no right in releasing a game called Dota 2. I don't know. I mean, I... What do you mean you don't know? In what way are they right to do that? Because nobody owned the original game. It doesn't... No, that doesn't... I'm not talking legally. I'm talking morally and, like, fucking having some... Whoa, you know, we're talking about business here, Chris. <laughs> no, I'm, talk, I'm talking about, you know, trying not to mislead your the consumers. Well, I mean, it, I mean, as far as that Fair goes, enough. I mean, Blizzard is making their own version of Dota, too, as well. It's just called Blizzard Dota. So, Ooh, that's know, I mean, at, at that point, fans will basically be able to make their own choice. Fans will be able to go, okay, do we want to go with the Blizzard Dota or do we want to go with Dota 2? It's, you know, fan, fans will be able to make their own choice at that point. You can't fucking call it Dota 2 if you didn't make Dota 1, though. That's the problem. If Valve changes the title to anything else and calls it Valve Dota, that would be fine. You can't fucking cool. call it Dota 2. That's f- so fucking gross. So oh, gross. no, I mean, Bethesda released Fallout 3. But yep. they bought. They legally bought the rights from the people who owned it before. That's exactly that yeah, happens yeah, yeah. all the time. Well, but I mean, True. I mean, Valve hired the one guy who could realistically claim any kind of ownership over Dota. I mean, there's really only one guy who's been who's been r- creatively running Dota for the last few years. But that and guy, they did, hired that, that guy, guy didn't work at Blizzard and create those Warcraft assets that he used to mod into Dota. And they aren't using any of those assets now. They fucking were, and the deck. 
Calm down, Chris. You're this, right. this, You're this, right. this is this is apparently very touchy, very touchy subject with Chris. I don't care. I've never played any of those games. <laughs> yeah, seriously. I knew it. Like, yeah, I mean, I mean, fuck it, these guys. The, the thing is, is, is that if if don't if, have killed my parents. Like, if if Valve was actually <laughs> using, like, if Valve was actually still using Blizzard assets to make this game, that would be really fucked up and really gross. And Blizzard would have every right to sue them. But they hired the one guy who's been running the game for years. Who, 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 he's basically the only guy who can really claim any kind of ownership over it, if anybody can, and said, we want you to lead the project to make a new game, and we're going we're gonna to build it using all new assets, and that's fine. Using the name Dota 2, I'll agree, is, is you know, not super cool, but, you know, I, I think it's okay as far as, as far as the whole thing goes, because nobody can claim ownership, realistically, except for this one guy that Valve got first. It is interesting that they, they they are deciding to call it Dota Two. They, I think they could they could get playership on its own by just advertising the fact that they hired the original maker of Dota. I mean, they could I agree. They could just get around it by calling it I don't know, Dam Builders of the Armadillos, and it'd be fine. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Or I mean, they they could even just call it Valve Dota or something like that. They could come up with like Val- <laughs> yeah. or, or call it like Dota and then like a subtitle or something. I don't know, but. Um... You know, I, yeah, it, it's 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 a little bit weird, and and uh, uh, realistically, though, I, I I feel like if it actually does end up going to court, I don't think that Blizzard will. I, I don't think Blizzard will will win a lawsuit because they they can't claim ownership over anything that Valve is making for this game. They can own. They can claim intellectual rights for the uh, for the original. Let's move on. Yeah, yeah, that doesn't that doesn't work. Let's talk about Skyrim for the next work, two hours. Fuck you, we'll move on. Uh, Double Fine, this is something that you know a lot more about than I do, Chris. Uh, Double Fine started a, a Kickstarter for a new project, yes? I'm talking to you, Chris. <laughs> yes. All right, They're calling it, calling it Double Fine Dota. <laughs> yep, yep, it's Dota 3. Fuck you guys, fuck they're, you guys. They're building their, all, their, their own assets. I hate you guys so much. We love, we love you so, guys. So, do you want to... Do you want to? Because I really, I really don't know very much about the uh, the Double Fine Kickstarter thing, so you know more well, about that than I do. Dan knows he's best friends with Tim Schafer. Oh, really? Indeed, I am. So they opened the Kickstarter to fund, a, <laughs> fund an adventure game, and they wanted four hundred thousand dollars in thirty Whoa. days, which is not very much for a game these days. And you know they set up like a promo video, and they had you know different rewards for how much money you could donate. And in 48 hours, they raised one and a half million dollars. Holy shit! Which yeah. is way more than 400 thousand. The most successful Kickstarter campaign, I believe, in the site's history. Yeah, by far. Wow, that's insane. Well, I mean, it makes sense that people would want to uh, throw down for a for a double fine game. Exactly. And what's important about this is that it's one of the few times that a major company, if you want to call Double Fine a major company, is is just completely bypassing, you know, like the standard channels of game creation. They don't they went straight to the fans. And the fans gave it all the money it needs now. So it's 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 almost like a, a new type of a new type of thing. Like this happens with indie games, without a doubt, but this is like this is like a fan made legitimate first party title well not first party but you know third party title it's it's gonna be interesting dan as somebody who regularly creates stuff that is not 
funded by a huge corporation. How do you feel about Kickstarter and its use of by creative individuals to fund their projects? Well, I have been the recipient of a successful Kickstarter campaign. Oh. Oh. Yeah. Um, That's true. I gave him some money. And successful cross-promotion on a budding media empire known as No Griefers. Indeed. Just saying. We're in on the take. I I gave him like 20 bucks one time. I'm totally in on it. (laughs) Did you you get any prize for that or whatever the compensation package? Flatio. I was just going to say BJ. I still owe you on that. I'll send you a picture. Great. I already saw it. <laughs> but uh, yeah, no, I, what I what I like I like it a lot. I think Kickstarter is is actually a really smart move, especially right now with the popularity and viability of the internet. I think it's I think and it's so successful. Kickstarter campaigns tend to do well. And especially if you get the you know, all you have to really do is just push it on Facebook and, and Twitter and just on your site and you most likely if you set a reasonable goal you will be able to to kind of get what you need, and and it's really telling in in the age when music sales are down, DVD sales are down, all that kind of stuff. This 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 sort of corporate standard, if you will, is 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 on the decline. That the fans and the money are still there. They just want a more direct access to to the content and. I think it's only a good thing, and um, I don't know if they could fund every game like this, but 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 Jesus, Probably it's not. a good indication that 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 they can do something like this every now and then, and actually give the fans what they want. Because that's the thing we always complain about, right? When 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 we always talk about a a company not selling out, but but doing something that you know making a first person shooter when they've never made a first person shooter before, like oh they're just trying to fucking capitalize on Call of Duty or something like that, and. This is actually a chance for for fans to put their money where their mouths are and say, "Okay, fucking double fine. We love you making adventure games. Go back, make a fucking adventure game for us, and we'll give you the money to do that." Well, for the money I put in, you know, I don't really have, I don't play PC games, and I don't really play adventure games that much anymore. But I supported it out of my, you know, fandom of Double Fine, but also the fact that they were just kind of. You know, doing it on their own. This was like the first time that you know a semi-major, well-known company was just like, yeah. you know, fuck, fuck you, publishers. I can, I'm gonna do this, and we'll see what happens. So, uh, you know, I, I don't know if I'll even be able to play the game on my shitty PC yeah. when it comes out, but I, I just think it yeah. was worth donating to as a, a like a principal kind of thing. With the amount of money that it's making, I think it'll probably end up on like Xbox Live or something. Yeah, I hope so. hopefully. I'm I'm pretty psyched about it. I mean, I um, I know that like a lot of indie developers, um, a lot of indie developers want to go to PC first because that's where that's where you're going. That, that's where the deal benefits you better. You know, like that's where you're going to make more money. I know that um, with mm-hmm. uh, when when it came to like um, Super Meat Boy, Team Meat said like, no, we we totally got fucked on Xbox Live. Like we should have gone to Steam first. Um, you you know just, the deals are just much better on on PC when it comes to benefiting the developer. Um, you know, I, I I I really like to see people kind of giving publishers the middle finger um, because publishers kind of suck a lot of the time. <laughs> um, so so it's it's really great to see to see Double Fine kind of going like, no, nah, we you know we're good. 
we don't need you, you know. Well, and the fact that, you know, Brutal Legend was, you know, f- fucked over s- multiple times, and I, I, you know, I think that game's really great. It got a lot of slack for trying to be too much, but I think that, yeah. you know, Tim Schafer's been through a lot of shit in his career, and he's finally at a point where he can do something about it. I think that's pretty awesome. Yeah, if you read the if you read Penny Arcade at all, it's 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 pretty funny. Uh, Tycho uh, talked about, um, you know, he he likes Tim Schafer and Double Fine, but he I guess he he said he gave Brutal Legend or something that Double Fine did a bad review, and when he saw Tim Schafer at a convention, Tim Schafer gave him the middle finger, and he said, "When you insult his game, you insult <laughs> him. He's so he's so personally attached to these games." That that's what makes him unique, and that's why Tycho gave money to this project too, right? It's like this is the kind of guy that I want to support, not 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 Bioware Sweden, right? Or, <laughs> but uh, it, it's 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 telling of of what kind of what I don't know what I'm trying to say. The kind of thing that gamers <laughs> want, I think. Let me have another drink. I, I can you, fix this. Yeah. I think you're I, trying to say that fans are rewarding Tim Schafer's passion for his games because he, he gives them good games right right even if it's even if it's let's say an a, a good game based on heavy metal album covers and uh real-time strategy games and yet the demo gave you no indication of the latter i'm not complaining <laughs> i was surprised <laughs> um games that he's worked on were like well for example like one of the first PC games I ever played was Secret of Monkey Island, and he was one of the writers on that. Mm-hmm. And after that is like David Tentacle, Full Throttle, from Pendango. Yeah, oh, I and love Full Throttle. It, I got yeah, a story about he was, that. He was like a huge impact on like the games I liked at the time, and it was obviously Lucas Art games. But um, yeah. back with Secret of Monkey Island, he he worked underneath. The the di- designer of that game was uh, Ron Gilbert, shoot. right? Yeah, Ron Gilbert, and now Ron Gilbert works for Double Fine. Yeah. So, and the fact that they're going to be making a new adventure game, I think that's the most amazing thing. Yeah, I, I, I say that I'm, yeah. I'm not a. Go ahead. No, I was just saying like I haven't had a chance to to add to the Kickstarter, but it looks like it's open for another thirty days. So yeah. I'll definitely be putting my money in there. I, I, I say I'm not a PC gamer, and, and it's it's true for the most part, except I played one PC game. And it's it's kind of a, of a like extended story here. But uh, in high school... This is, this is like, not counting hentai Flash games, right? Of course not. That's, okay. Those aren't games. That's Just pleasure. Checking. Yeah. It's also research. But uh, <laughs> uh, I, was, I was in like an algebra class or something like that, and a friend of mine... Just asked me the weirdest question. He's like, "Can you hold on something to me?" Uh, whoa, hold on, let me try that again. Can you hold on to something for <laughs> me? There we go. I'm like, "No." And he pulled out a box. And it was obviously a PC game. He's like, "I." It's like he, he said some, some bullshit reason. I, I don't know why I didn't question. He's like, "I've my backpack's too heavy. Can you hold on to this for a couple of weeks?" And it was a game called Full Throttle. And uh, he's like, "You can play it if you want." I'm like, "I don't fucking play games on my computer." And I had it for like three months, and I decided to just put it in one day, and um, it became quickly my favorite game of all time within that time. So I played one game for my PC, and it was Full Throttle. 
to the point where like I I could beat the game in like an hour and a half. I would just go through it. I was just so fucking enthralled with that game. I never played anything like that coming from a console background, and it's it's kind of an experience I've always been looking for again because it was such a momentous experience in my gaming life, so to speak. So I'm stoked for this completely. Full throttle is like the epitome of like what adventure games should have been or have are really because even though it's a pretty short game it's still it's the most amount of value you could get out of that yeah amount of time that it's going to take yeah i wish i'd 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 given a more of a shot to grim fandango because that's that game i think it's a game i could appreciate more now than i could when i was 16 or 17 yes that's when that how old i was in that fucking game came out leave me alone you know, I, I wasn't much younger, so I like I, I I remember being aware of Full Throttle when I was a kid, but um, I never got a chance to play it. I actually never played a a Double Fine game or a Tim Schafer game at all until um, Iron Brigade. That was my first. Oh, wow. Yeah, I, I well, I mean, for the longest time, I never had a PC that would be capable of running a game. Yeah, um, and. and and like the only PCs we had when I was a kid were like, you know, my mom worked for a, for a mortgage company. So like, you know, she'd come home like, oh yeah, they, you know, they had like this old, you know, these old computers sitting around. So they let me take one. And, you know, so we had like, I grew up with like these just like old shitty ass compacts that like, you know, I could play Diablo at 10 frames a second, but like, I didn't really know much about PC gaming and we didn't have the internet or anything. So, um, like I knew about full throttle from like friends of mine, but I had never played it. I still haven't played it. I'd love to. I have a question just that's almost totally off the subject rock. Okay. Uh, I am an avid listener to the, to the, to the podcast and, um, you, um, you often say how you've never played such and such a game. Yeah, and now so I figured maybe oh you're just a console gamer, but now you say that you've never had a console that can play games. <laughs> do you do you play video games? <laughs> and what is your gaming history? Um, my my gaming history, like okay, I got um my my first console, like like I, I had obviously played games with like friends, like like a lot of my friends had game systems. You know, uh, mm-hmm. a, a kid who I had been friends with. Uh, pretty much since we were babies, um, he had a Sega Genesis um, when I was growing up, and and I think he had a Nintendo as well. And uh, you know, like like a bunch of my neighbors had like Nintendo and Super Nintendo and stuff. Um, and then you know, for, for like my sixth birthday, I got a, um, or it might have been my seventh birthday, I got a, a Sega Genesis. Um, but I didn't really have a lot of games for it, and I had that for you know for a few years. And then um, the next console I got was a PlayStation One when I was like. 15 um you know i i just i like i grew up you know i'm not ashamed to admit it our our family was you know kind of poor and um you know so so we couldn't you know like i remember asking my dad like you know i really want a game gear and my dad was like yeah son that's like that's like 180 bucks like i'm i'm sorry i would love to get you one but you know we we can't do that and you know it wasn't even my parents who bought me my sega it was my uncle and um so uh you and I didn't. By the time I got a PS One, they were like a hundred bucks, so they were you know it was pretty yeah. cheap. So my gaming history was was you know pretty. It's pretty recent if you you know c- yeah. compared to a lot of people. A lot of people have been gaming since they were little kids. But my I wasn't really like seriously gaming until I was about fifteen years old. I'd say. Um, so it sounds like you've been driven more by a fascination of gaming, and you're finally able to capitalize on that, so to speak. 
Yeah, yeah, I would say that's that's absolutely fair. Um, you know, okay. I, I finally had, uh, you know, I like I, I I really started getting like really heavy into it um, with with you know PC. That that was really like where where I really found it. And you know, like when I when I uh, when I moved to New York, you know, we we had a PC that that could run like some games. Like that's where I was playing like Baldur's Gate and like Icewind Dale and stuff. And um, okay. that was really where I like you know really 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 was able to cut my teeth. Okay. Chris really yeah, wants to this. jump in here. I'm gonna, okay. No, sorry, I'm I'm, I'm twittering. Oh, oh, I, all right. I, I'm That's just gonna make my, it. My a, fingers are flying. I'm, I'm just gonna make. Uh, every time I come on, I'm gonna grill someone. So the next time I'm on, I'm gonna ask Humor Timmer why he's so depressed. Well, it's been me <laughs> twice in a row so far. Because last time we talked about why I hate Christmas. So. Oh, yeah, that's right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> But uh, yeah, I, I would say that the, the 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 vast majority of my gaming has been either on PS2 or PC. Um, okay. I, I'm a huge fan of of PC gaming. I, I always build my own PCs, and uh, I, I love I love doing that. But um, you know, I, I PS2 was was my jam. Like I I still have a huge I stack see. of PS2 games, and uh, it's funny that you mentioned Final Fantasy 12 earlier. Like I was oh. I've been thinking about that game for the last like week. Just like fuck, I love that game. I Good love game. that game. It like to me that was like a, a big departure for um f- for the Final Fantasy series because like bef- like from like seven up until twelve, it was like spiky haired. Mm-hmm. Uh, it was spiky-haired heroes, gigantic swords, um, you know, like like the same yeah. same basic design, and that that was all because of Tetsuya Nomura. Exactly. And then in twelve, they got the guy who d- did the art tactics. design for tactics. Yeah. Exactly, and the style was completely different. Everything about that game was just, just so different from anything yeah. that had come before in Final Fantasy. And I fucking love that game. That game is incredible. I wish yeah. I had a working PS2. I'd play that right now. Well, we could we could have a we could dedicate an episode to Final Fantasy because I I I remember buying Final Fantasy one the day it came out. Whoa! So holy I'm shit. devoted. Yeah, I'm a, I'm a hardcore Final Fantasy fan. At least I, oh I my was. God. So uh, yeah, we could dedicate a whole episode to that. But we should probably move on. Yeah, let's move on. I've got a couple of new, uh, of other news stories. I, I, I'm going to go ahead and say this is totally pe- speculation on my part, but I'm going to go ahead and say that. Um, this was completely motivated by the uh, success that Double Fine has had with Kickstarter. But, um, guys, do you want to know who else started a new Kickstarter campaign? Hitler. Activision. Uh, it was Obsidian. Oh, that too. Fuck. Yep, yeah. uh, Obsidian Fuck. started a new Kickstarter campaign. And, really? Um, yep, and they, they, they basically said, like, hey, hey fans, um, you know, get in on our Kickstarter and tell us what game you want us to make. And uh, uh, none, none. It Can seems... I pay them to not make any more games? <laughs> that, yeah, that would that would be the best idea is for them to just not make anything else. But uh, it seems like the prevailing um, the prevailing want is make another Planescape Torment game, which seems like the stupidest idea ever. Because like Planescape Torment, I've heard is a great ass game. I highly doubt that Obsidian could successfully pull off a sequel though, because Obsidian can't successfully pull off anything these days. I've always been intrigued by Alpha Protocol, so if they could fix that and make a better version of that, <laughs> I want to. So, so basically, you want Kickstarter yeah. to fund a patch, <laughs> like an update <laughs> for Alpha Protocol, just yeah, a, pretty much a complete overhaul of that yeah, game. Yeah, yeah. I mean, like I've heard Planescape Torment was really great. 
Um, I, I know that like a lot of the people who worked on um, uh, it, it's not the same studio, but a lot of the people who worked on Arcanum uh, are at Obsidian now. Um, but like, I don't know what I don't know what game you would have Obsidian make. They should they they shit out everything, and it sucks. Like, I want I, them to make a version of Fallout New Vegas that works. Yeah, exactly. That that's the whole thing. Is it's like no, like Obsidian. How about how about Kickstarter? You know, gives you the money to make a game that doesn't suck and isn't broken. Is that is that what it takes? Is is fan yeah. donations like fuck off? <laughs> I will pay yeah. them to actually finish making a game instead of just releasing an unfinished game. Exactly. Uh, so you know, apparently consensus is that uh, you know fans want another Planescape Torment type game. I gave Although, them $300. I doubt that. Not really. <laughs> wow. Those Ebon 07 coffers are pretty full. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Did you last... know, totally on, uh, not really a Kickstarter thing, there was a, I think Sony was developing an MMO based around like sp- spy shit. I forgot what it was called. The Agency. Like the Agency. Yep. We, we, we actually were in touch with, with uh, Sony to do like a comic for them. For that game. Oh, oh shit. shit! Wow. Yeah, it didn't go through. <laughs> Great, you ruined wow. that game. We did. It was our fault that the game never came out. I'm so sorry. Everything but, you yeah, touch. It's pretty crazy. So I'm just saying, we just we just start a Kickstarter to get that comic made. You're oh. like the sh- the oh. shitty King Midas. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Really. Everything I turn turns into a stinky pile of steamy poop. Well, the last news story I have, which is really insanely unexciting to me is that um, Diablo 3 has been given kind of a release date. Uh-huh. Uh, quarter 2 of this year. That's that's the closest they've gotten. That's the, that's the most focus they've gotten as far as a date. Quarter 2 this year. Huh. So, Diablo 3. There it goes. I can't wait to play that on my Xbox. I can't wait to not play that. <laughs> I... <laughs> Fuck the game. Fucking in its stupid <laughs> face. How do you really feel, Rock? No, that game's stupid. I hate Diablo. Do you want to give it a ballet boner? That that game, if we if that game were to come out today, yeah. and I were reviewing it, uh, we rate on a five point scale. That game gets a negative two. <laughs> Fuck that game. <laughs> um, that's pretty good. That's pretty good. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so guys, we have a special a special little thing. On the show tonight, we have another quiz. Um, our quizzes in the past have been a lot of fun for me, and uh, I thought it would be great to do another one. Do I get to so, win a poster again? Um, <laughs> there's actually nothing on the line. This is for pride and honor. Only if, only if Chris <laughs> plays for me. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, so this quiz, gentlemen, is about handhelds. It's all about handheld gaming systems. Okay. Um, so I'll just, I'll, I'll run through the rules again, just, uh, to refresh everybody. Um, you do not interrupt me while I'm asking the question. If you do, you forfeit your ability to answer that question. Um, after I ask the question, you have 10 seconds to buzz in, which you do just by making a buzzing noise. Shaka-boom! Fine. That's great. Um... After you buzz in, and I have acknowledged your buzz in, you have five seconds to answer the question. If you fail to answer the question within five seconds, it goes on to the next person who buzzed in. Um, 
there are uh, a, a handful of questions that have bonus questions attached to them. Um, you know, if, if you successfully answer the question, you know, you gain access to the bonus. And previously what we've done is if you get the bonus wrong, it just gets discarded. But what we're going to do this time is if you get the bonus wrong, it opens up to everyone else. So, um, okay. get ready, because uh, this is going to be awesome. <laughs> Predict lots of cackling from Chris. Um, yeah, you know what? I'm going to say not, because this is really hard. I, oh, really? I, I already I guaranteed a win earlier today. Uh, yeah, he did. He, he specifically, oh, okay. he, he stated quite a bit of confidence about this one. So, we'll see how it goes. I'm not surprised. All right, gentlemen, prepare yourselves. Question number one. Don't what? fucking don't you fucking cheat like that, Dan. I will cut you. Yeah. Also, <laughs> no googling. We're on the honor system here, gentlemen. Don't fucking google a question. All right, here we go. Question number one. Uh, what was the best-selling Game Boy game? <laughs> Chris. Super Mario Land. That is incorrect. <laughs> Dan. Oh, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. Incorrect. Right. I'm sorry, Pat. Tetris? That is correct! Fuck! You have one point. <laughs> that, that came with... That came with... <laughs> Seriously! Fuck this! That Inquiry! Came with the Inquiry! That came it, with package it, with It doesn't matter if it's a pack-in, it's still the best-selling game. That... No, you should give you a pack-in. Fuck you, that... Oh. Next question. <laughs> that question was bullshit, though. Holy let be, shit! Wow. Let it be. Let it be stated on the record that question Chris was bullshit. Is, Chris is touchy tonight. Oh, go ahead. Yeah. Wow. All right. All right. I'll let you. Next I'll let question. you. Dumbos have a few. <laughs> Next question. In what year did the Game Boy Color come to America? <laughs> Chris. Ninety-six. That is incorrect, Dan. Fuck. Ninety-four. Incorrect. Fuck. <laughs> 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 I, I couldn't tell who got that one. It was, it was either Human Tumor. Tumor or... Okay, Human Tumor. 98? That is correct. You have one point. That's when I graduated high school. Oh my god. I'm old. Damn. I hope you're shopping for gravestones. <laughs> Pretty <laughs> <Holy> soon. Shit. <laughs> I'm right now shopping for clothes to wear in my, tomb, in my casket. Tombstone <laughs> casket. Shut up. In your tombstone. Yeah, in shut your tombstone. Just, That's correct. You all, just sh- you all just shut up. My memory is not what it used to be. You're going to be buried in the pizza. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Pepperoni and sausage. You got those, you got those brittle, brittle-ass bones. Mm-hmm. And uh, trophy wife. Yeah, man. This bitch is hot. Viagra. <laughs> so. <laughs> all right. Uh, question number three. Name two games that came out for the Gizmondo. What the fuck is a Gizmondo? Mama, can I mow the lawn? Okay. And Doom. Checking with the judges. I'm sorry, that is incorrect. Fuck! Fuck you! Bullshit. Anybody else? Uh, Dan Bethel? Uh, Tetris and Solitaire. Incorrect, I'm sorry. Fuck. Last chance. Pat. Uh, Duke Nukem 3D and shit. Uh, I'll just go with Doom. Uh, that is incorrect. I'm sorry. Humor Tumor, you have the last chance. Five seconds. I, I, I give up on that one. <laughs> okay. 
Um, I'll just read off a, a few of the uh, answers because they're hilarious. Tetris and Solitaire. I know it already. You guys are just ripping me uh, No, no, none of that. <laughs> um, we've got uh, such classics as uh, Pocket Ping Pong 2005. Oh, yeah. <laughs> um, we've got uh, Agaju, <laughs> The Secret Path of Treasure. That was a good one. What? Uh, we've got Johnny Whatever. <laughs> yeah. I like the sequel better. Uh, it's Mr. Pants, which I believe of actually ended up coming out for, D, uh, for DS. Yes. That's, a, that's a rare game. Uh, it's a shitty port. Don't we've play got it. Uh, Sticky Balls. <laughs> Sticky Balls is another one. <laughs> oh, serious. Um, Richard Burns Rally. Sticky right, Balls and Richard Burns. Rallies. All right, so nobody, nobody gets that one. Of course not. All right, gentlemen. Uh, question number four. Yes. I will warn you ahead of time. This one has a bonus attached. Uh, what is the overall best-selling PSP game? Bzz. Chris. God of War. Incorrect. Bzz. Damn. Dan. Fuck. Metal Gear Solid Portable Ops. Incorrect. <laughs> Humor tumor. Luminous. Incorrect. Pat, you have the last chance. Uh, Wiped out? I believe it's Blue Mines. That is incorrect. Uh, the correct answer was Monster Hunter. What? Pit just, oh, yep. oh just, is that including Japanese? I said overall. Oh. Just Monster? Monster Hunter. I'm, Monster wearing, Hunter. I'm wearing overalls, if that makes a difference. It does not. <laughs> uh, all right, question, my, my... <laughs> question number five. Uh, in what year did the Atari Lynx release in America? Dan Bethel. 94. Incorrect. Chris? Damn it. 91. Uh, incorrect. Me. Yeah, no, that was me, Chris. <laughs> uh, that was it. Pat. 90. Incorrect. Humor Tumor, you have the last chance. I said 92. That is also incorrect. The correct year, gentlemen, was 1989. Uh, oh, wow. I knew it. Same year as I, I knew that, too. Just to recap the scores here, uh, Pat has a single point, and Humor Tumor has a single point. Nineteen eighty-nine. Also, when I graduated high school, <laughs> twice. <laughs> Excellent. I'm coming, right, gentlemen. I'm uh, hustling. I'm hustling, no, no, you guys. This is a gimme. This is a gimme. What type of processor was in the Game Gear? Chris. Blast. Incorrect. Pat? Fuck. Fuck. A uh, risk? Incorrect. Fuck you, Pat. <laughs> Dan. Commodore 64. <laughs> <laughs> That's a process. Uh, I'm sorry, uh, Humor Tumor, you have the last chance. Uh, chili Dog. Nice! <laughs> Holy shit. That was a good guess, that's, sir. That's right. Fuck. No, that's not Wait. right. Uh, the correct answer was <laughs> With the onions? It had the Zilog Z80. Uh, the bonus answer was that it ran oh, at 3.5 megahertz. That was my next guess. I know, I know. All right, next question, gentlemen. This Number sucks. seven. Uh, name two games for the Tiger Gamecom. <laughs> Who the fuck was that? Dan. Okay, Dan. Bonk and um. Don't tell Bonk? me. Don't tell me. Don't. Yeah, Bonk's Adventure, dude. It's the best <laughs> okay. game ever. All right, and. Tetra Solitaire. Nope. Who was that, Chris? Resident Evil and Duke Nukem. Good. 
That which uh, Resident uh, Evil. Uh, yeah, which Resident Evil. Yeah, Chris. Jesus Christ, get your shit together. Because there was there was only one Resident Evil title for the GameCom. Three point five. I'm sorry. Resident five e- wait, wait, no. Nope. Sorry. No, wait, it, it was what year was it? It was Resident Evil. I'm sorry. What? You can't ask questions, dude. You've got two? five. Two. Oh, that's that's correct. Yes, Resident Evil Two, Duke Nukem. I'll take that. That's fine. Chris, you have you have a single point. We give him thirty seconds there. Seriously, this I know, inquiry. I have done that. You're right. Inquiry. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right, gentlemen. Second number eight. Oh, I know the only who, compass that I need. <laughs> who designed? Tears just keep coming. Who designed the Wonder Swan? <laughs> Holy shit, who was that? Dan. Pat. Shit. Uh, Fuck. I've got two conflicting... Okay, Pat. Gunpei Yokoi. Oh, I'm not surprised that you got that one. Um, And this one has a bonus attached to it as well. So there's a single point for you. Um, The bonus question. How many colors could the Wonder Swan color display at once? Oh. You have five Um, seconds. Eight. (laughs) That is incorrect. Anybody else? (laughs) Four. Sixteen. Two hundred and fifty six. Also incorrect. Humor tumor. Last chance again. Four. Uh the correct answer, gentlemen, was two hundred and forty one. That that's a weird number. Yes, that it is. is a very weird yes, number. It is. Now I'm 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 going to this isn't one that I had written down, but I'm going to give you another chance at a bonus question, gentlemen. Yes. Um rounded to the nearest hundreds hundredths. What was the total color palette for the for the Wonder Swan color? What? How many total colors could it? What, how how many colors could it draw from? Bzz. Chris, one point three million. That is incorrect. Fuck. Bzz. Pat, uh, one thousand six hundred. I'm sorry. No, Dan or Humor Tumor. Bzz. Yes. Six thousand. Nope. Dan, last chance. I stopped caring. The correct answer is 4,600. It had 4,600, roughly. Oh, yeah. I was thinking that. I, yep. I got trust. I got to start trusting myself. No, it's fine. It's fine. Okay. Question number nine. Pat, you should really have this one locked down. What's the score? Can I get a score yeah, check? Pat. Yeah, the, correct, uh, the current score. Pat has two points. Chris has one point. Humor Tumor has one point. Dan has no points. You know what? That was <laughs> unnecessary. You know what, what it was. You know what, though? You still have a chance to win if you get every question right. Done. <laughs> Pat, Pat, you should have this one locked down. No pressure. Uh, number nine. Favoritism, nepotism, whatever the fuck you want to call it. What is the most valuable Virtual Boy game right now? <laughs> yep. Crash Pat. Brothers? That is incorrect. Oh. <laughs> Dan. Wario game. Incorrect. <laughs> Chris? Real Steel. Incorrect. Humor Tumor. <laughs> Mario Tennis? That is incorrect. The <laughs> most... No, it's that's, Jack that's Brothers. It. No, the, the most uh, valuable game is actually Virtual Bowling. What? Of course it is. Because yep. Wii Bowling was <laughs> huge. And it I is worth, that. It is worth $1,200. Shit. I've got that. four. I'm rich. Yep, yep. All right, gentlemen. Uh, we, have, uh, we have two questions left. Question number 10. What was the name of the you, Elder Scrolls... You made, a, you made a quiz with 11 questions? Yeah, shut up. What All was right. the name of the Elder Scrolls game released for the N-Gage? Chris. Arena? Incorrect. Fuck. Bzz. 
Chris, uh, sorry, humor tumor. Redguard? No. Psst. Pat. Daggerfall? Incorrect. Dan? Battle something? No, I'm sorry. Wow, you guys. Fucking shit show over here. Uh, the correct answer was uh, the Elder Scrolls Shadow Key. Shadow Key. Remember that one? I became the, the Shadow NDH. Key in Skyrim. Oh, Skyrim? congratulations. Thank you. All right, gentlemen, final question. Uh, actually, you know what? I'm gonna I'm gonna split these up. Uh, oh yeah, gentlemen, what was the name of the Engage redesign? Bzz. Chris, fuck, uh, Engage Mini. Incorrect. Bzz. Dan, utter failure. Incorrect. Bzz. So funny. Uh, humor tumor. Taco phone. <laughs> also incorrect. <laughs> Pat. Engage two. That is incorrect. Was, it was the that Engage. Was a joke. It was the Engage QD. Oh, because that makes sense. It added <laughs> such uh, such revolutionary features as an external slot to uh, put the game cards in. Otherwise, you had to take it apart on the old version. Just like that, my it, women. And you don't go. have what? to talk to it like a taco. What? It was a bit ahead oh of its God. time. Is that the side talking thing? Yes, the side talking yes, thing. Yeah. Okay. Yep. All right, last question, gentlemen. Okay. What popular OS did the Tapwave Zodiac run on? Chris. Linux. Incorrect. Bzz. Dan. Windows. Incorrect. Either. Pat. Oh, fuck. I just went blank. I, yeah, I got it. <laughs> oh, God. Uh, humor tumor. DOS. Uh, that is incorrect. Um, the correct answer was it ran on the Palm OS version 5. Oh, weird. Yeah, yeah. That, that thing was awesome. I love the Tapwave Zodiac. I wish I had one. Uh, so, gentlemen, the uh, <laughs> final scores are uh, Dan Bethel, zero points. Humor Tumor, one point. Chris, one point. And Pat, congratulations, two points. Wow. Fuck, I have... You won. You got one. Yay. Yay. That's crazy on, my on, what name. I, on what I'm going to say is probably <laughs> the hardest quiz we've done. No shit. Uh, Pat, um, congratulatory uh, victory laugh. No, it's okay. I got it out of my system. Oh, Moo Fine. Wow. All right. Uh, I'm so bigger than that. On that note, I think uh, I think we're gonna go to break. So stick around, cause we will be right back. Black and orange stray cats sitting on the fence. Ain't got enough dough to pay the With my tail in the air Alright, we are back uh, Pat, what was the song bringing us in? That's uh, Stray Cat Strut by the Stray Cats Stray Cat Strut by the Stray Cats Actually, looks like it's just Stray Cats not That was originally no called the Go ahead. Backwards no, no, man, was... backwards man. I've talked backwards fast. You can, backwards man. <laughs> <laughs> wow. I've had too much to drink, guys. Uh, I'm getting close to too much. Not quite there yet. Still working on it. So, uh, guys, um, there's something that I wanted to that I wanted to talk to you guys about. 
Okay. This month marks the 30th anniversary of the release of one of my favorite movies of all time. Blade Runner. That is such a good movie. Okay. Yes, it is. Uh, and, and this ties into video games because, as some of you may or may not know, there was a Blade Runner video game. Another adventure game. And yeah, I've it, played it. I've played that. As have I. It was fucking incredible. It was developed by Westwood, the same people who brought us the original Command & Conquer series. And uh, yeah, it was like a, like a point-and-click adventure game. Uh, set in the Blade Runner universe, um, it didn't really have many of the uh, of the original characters from Blade Runner, but um, God, that 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 game was awesome. Like that that game had like eight different endings depending on what you did in the game. Like it was so cool. Ah, Blade Runner, I love that game. You no, know, I've never ever actually gotten around to playing that game. That it's I should sometime. You know, it, it's been a few years since I've played it, but um, I. It was it was really good. I mean, it it was it was similar. I mean, I'm assuming that you've seen the movie. Yeah, it's been a while, but I I am familiar with the movie. Like it's um, the game is is similar. Like you play the part of a you know a Blade Runner. Like you're kind of like a Harrison Ford. Um, mm-hmm. But like it was it was randomly determined at the beginning of of every playthrough. Like what like whether you were a human or whether you were a replicant and there were different endings depending on what you did throughout the game. Um, so like, you know, it, like you could find out like, Oh yeah, I'm a replicant and I'm going to accept that. And you could like go off with the other replicants or you could decide that you were going to kill everybody or like there were seriously like six or eight different endings. It was really cool. Just hmm. depending on, like, Oh, that's awesome. Yeah. And it all depended on like what clues you found throughout the game um, and how you decided to follow up on, on those clues with other leads and stuff like, Oh, so good. I love that game. What year are we talking about here? Uh, I want to say it was like '98 ish. Yeah, yeah, 98, it was around 99. It uh, that that game was one of the very first games to use voxels for graphics instead of uh, regular pixels. Oh, that's interesting. I didn't know that. Huh. Yeah, the, uh, the 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 big the big reason why voxels were pioneered was because um, you didn't need a graphics card to run them. This was when like graphics cards were still not really like a very they were still like a very niche thing so had not like everybody VGA had them. and SVGAs yeah exactly exactly so in order to get around that they they used voxels which didn't require any kind of graphics processing but they required a little bit better processor because all, all of the graphics processing was loaded onto the processor oh wow yeah oh wow yeah i was just looking into it cuz i mean i remember it being like a pre-rendered background kind of game but i had no yep. idea it was voxels and yeah. it says that they they developed Oh no! They technology based on voxels. They didn't develop the voxel technology. Okay, right, Never right. Mind. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But um, yeah. Oh god, it's such a freaking good game. I I really like. I at the time that I played this game, probably about nine years ago, I I had become like really obsessed with uh with bl- the Blade Runner movie, and I it's still one of my like top five movies easily. And um, like I was at a friend's house, and I just like saw it on his shelf. I was like, you have the Blade Runner game? He's like, yeah. I'm like, is it any good? He's like, I've never played it. It looks really stupid. You you want to borrow it? I'm like, <laughs> hell yeah, I do. So I spent like two weeks just like nonstop just playing this game. And I I, I discovered, I, I think I got probably like four or five of the possible endings. And um, it's it's so fucking good. Just, oh, I love this game. Oh, that's awesome. I'll have to check that out. Yeah, I really wish it was available on GOG, but I don't think it is. 
Oh, um, just mentioning GOG, I just want to yeah. say, like, I think I'm, because last week I think I mentioned how they started releasing Square Enix games. Oh, really? I don't remember if I did mention or not. And I don't they know. put, uh, the original, like, Thief Gold is up, the first Thief Ooh. game. And Thief now Thief 2, is, two up. is up as well, which yeah. I don't think, yeah, I don't think anyone has any, uh, you know, excuse not to play those games now. Those are really I've, good. I've heard yeah. good things. Yeah, I just saw that like earlier this week that Thief 2 went up. That's really cool. I never played Thief 2. I played Thief 1 a little bit, but um, I never played Thief 2. I never had a chance. Was Square Enix the original um, no. publisher no, 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 of that no. game? No, no it was I didn't think so. Idos. Oh, yeah, it was that makes Idos. sense. Okay. Yeah. 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 Um, but, you know, hey, listeners, uh, if you want to get in on some classics... GOG, they're they're getting their shit together. I mean, they've always had their shit together, but they're getting even more good shit up there. So if you want to play some classic games like Thief, Thief 2, I believe they have the original Deus Ex up there as well. Check that shit out. Click, do it through our links if you want to help us help you. Help us uh, keep delivering you some 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 excellent content here on uh, nodegriefers.com. Hey. <laughs> oh. 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 All right, great. <sighs> Chris, uh, you're chiming in for the first time in about ten minutes. I've never seen Blade Runner. Whoa! All right. Well, when you bring me back uh, my copy of Alien and I've, my Venture Brothers season three DVDs, I will give I've, you Blade Runner. I've never seen Alien. You you <laughs> have my copy of Alien. Uh oh. So when you finish with that, and when you finish with Venture Brothers season three. I will I will bring Blade Runner for you. It's an incredible movie. It's very good. Again, another the, uh, which, Scott joint. Yeah. Which you know about the sequel he's developing right now? And this week is revealed that he's No, for Blade Runner. What? What? Yeah. What? And he's this what? week news is released that he was in talks with Harrison Ford. What? Of all people. I'm not shitting you. Holy bro. shit. I'm wow. um yeah. I mean, I, like, I know that, that for years there was a lot of speculation as to whether Harrison Ford's character was a replicant or was not a replicant. And, um, you know, a few years ago, Ridley Scott was like, oh, yeah, no, he's, he's a replicant. He's totally a replicant. And Harrison Ford was, like, super pissed. Like, no, I thought, I, thought we had, I thought we agreed on this. Like, he was not a replicant. But, yeah, he is. I like the idea that he's a replicant more than if so he was I. human. Me too. Me too. Otherwise, he's I like basically the idea a guy of the ambiguity. Go ahead, go ahead, go ahead. I oh, know I was I was gonna say, I mean like I, I like that it's defined that he is a replicant. Otherwise he's a dude who's humping a realistic love doll. Basically. <laughs> I, I I enjoy the ambiguity for whatever it's maybe it's just because I I am I have two English degrees and I like maybe. that kind of shit. But um I just love that. I, I, I like that I like the idea that you can talk about it. You know? Oh yeah, totally. Yeah. Have you uh, any of you read the book? Blade Runner? Do androids dream of electric sheep? Yeah. My wife not. did. Negative. My wife did for a class she took, and she hated the movie because of it. Oh. I, I view them as two completely different things, because they're yes. very, very oddly compared that, to one another. That happens mm-hmm. a lot with Philip Dick books. Like, like, like the, the novels that are written by <sighs> Philip K. Dick and the movies that evolve from them are generally very different. I like Min- Minority Report. 
yeah, yeah, Minority Report was great. Um, I know that there was there was also a sequel novel written to uh, Do Andrew's Dream of Electric Sheep. I actually believe it was just called Blade Runner 2 was the novel. It was not written by P.K. Dick at all, and uh, it was really stupid from everything that I heard. Ugh, I didn't know that existed. Yeah, yeah, it takes place uh, shortly after the movie, and um, it has, like, uh, like Deckard, like, he has Rachel... Like and they're like hiding in these like weird territories, and he like keeps her in like a sleeping pod for most of the time because you know that that will slow down the replicant aging dying process, and like it's really dumb. It's really stupid. What well, it wasn't written by Dick, right? He was nope. dead by the time the first movie came out. Right. Exactly. Exactly. This was ri- this was written by just some random asshat. I, I I don't think it's technically considered canon. He cashing in on something. Yeah. Yeah. But, um, yeah, I, you know, everybody, you know, just, it's something that, I, I know that we're primarily a video games website, but this is something that's very near and dear to my heart. Um, you know, 30th anniversary of a, of a fucking amazing movie. So, you know, check out Blade Runner and, uh, you know, check out the game if you, if you can get your hands on it. I have, you might be able to get it from Amazon. I know you can't get it from GOG, so, you know, check it out if you can. Um... On to stuff that we've got going up on the website this week, or that went up this week. What's, uh, Chris? What went up on the website this week? Uh, some stupid bullshit about video games. That's true. That, that <laughs> is accurate. Yep. Yep. We did that. Uh, uh let's podcast, see. And then our, there was a... Wait, our sh- good buddy, sh- Wait, there Dan was a thing saying our podcast didn't work, and then there was a thing about... Uh, there was a podcast... And then there was... I'm doing those top of my head, okay? Wednesday was... Um, fuck, what was it? It was... Bethel uh, did an article nope. about Bizarre Skyrim mods. Oh, top five. Top yep. five Skyrim. Yep. Yeah, which Thursday was awesome, was an interview. Friday was a news story. Okay. See, so, yeah, I remember. Yeah, you did. You did. Good job. Uh, yeah, you. so, so uh, our good buddy... D. Bethel wrote for us an excellent KGB Top 5 about Bizarre Skyrim mods. I loved it, Dan. It was fantastic. Yeah. Good, to, good to hear. Thank you. Yeah. Thank you very much for... Yeah, that, the, the Randy Savage was by yeah. far the best. Yeah, a man's coming! Yeah, and I just, love that, coming. I just love that everybody else is... Well, did you hear that? What was that? <laughs> um... And then on uh, on Thursday, I uh, I posted an interview that I had done with uh, with the uh, the news guy over at Games Radar, uh, Hollander Cooper. We've we've mentioned him once or twice before on the podcast. Um, he's he's a pretty cool guy, and uh, I, I think the interview went really well. He was super cool and retweeted that for us today, so um, that was really cool. And uh, I think we got some good responses from that. That was that was a pretty fun one to do. And uh, Chris posted a uh, an article um, about what we had talked about in the second segment about um, Double Fine uh, do, doing their uh, Kickstarter campaign to get their new game going. And I included your picture with Tim. Oh yeah, you did. You did. Me and uh, me and Tim Schaefer, we took a picture together. It was pretty goddamn good. Best friends. He looks like he hates me. Just gonna say. He like that in the photo with him too. He He pretty much looks like that in every picture I've ever seen with him. So... Yeah. Um I think he hates the robot that's on my shirt. Mostly. <laughs> so uh stuff that's going up on the site next week. Uh Chris, do you have anything going up next week? The yes, but I don't know what. 
It's it's going to be a top five or uh, something else. Okay. All right. Um, I'll have a, uh, a price drop of source going up for Bulletstorm. Um, that was supposed to go up this week, but we the new story about Double Fine was kind of a lot more important than that. So uh, we're just going to push that back to next week. So look forward to that. Um, also, later on in the week, I'll have my uh, hands-on first impressions and my first in a multi-part serial for Kingdoms of Amalur Reckoning. So uh, that'll probably be going up like Friday-ish. Re-Reckoning. Re-Reckoning. Yep, Revengeance Part 2, Re-Reckoning. <laughs> yeah. Jesus Christ. And, yep, games. yep. And uh, um, I... Th- this won't be going up next week, but I am really excited to announce... Guys, I got another interview. Um, oh, really? Yeah, yeah. Uh, I... I'm doing an interview with Mr. Vinny Caravella of Giant Bomb. Oh, cool. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I was really excited to get that. Um, so uh, we're, we're just waiting to hear back from him. Uh, he's, he's got all of our, you know, all of our questions and stuff, so we're just waiting to hear back from him. So hopefully we'll hear back soon. Uh, Chris, do you have any updates on your interview with Pat Klepek? Also Giant Bomb? No, he's, he's far. He's... Known for his number one Giant Bomb fan site. Yep. Yeah, seriously. <laughs> uh, next it'll be Grisman. No, but I, there's another interview I'm working on. Oh, really? Who uh, Who's that? It doesn't matter, because it might not happen. I'm not going to get myself into this situation again. Oh, do we do we <laughs> not have a, a confirmation yet? It's going to be uh, George Lucas. Okay. I think I think the lesson to be... Famed director <laughs> of Red Tails. And oh, yeah. American Graffiti. I think the lesson to be learned here is to stop sending Chris in to do interviews. <laughs> well, I, Pe- I usually am hesitant. People don't like me. I, I'm usually hesitant to announce an interview until the person has said yes. So, um, you know, <laughs> Vinny, Vinny said yes, so that's why I'm announcing it. Um, and Pat Klepek said yes, so, you know, that's why we're announcing it. But, uh, yeah, I, I, I personally don't know who this other interview is for. So, um, yeah. So we've got some uh, we've got some stuff going up next week, so that'll be pretty awesome. By the way, did you guys like the Skyrim themed top five logo that I came up with? Yeah, I did. I thought that was really nice. That was That's great. Right. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I see what he did there. Yeah, yeah. I, that, that whole article came because I woke up at four o'clock one morning, and the internet was just like calling. And I'm like, let's see what kind of crazy shit people are doing to Skyrim. That auto-tune Bears one is pretty fucking awesome, too. <laughs> yeah, that was I, like, <laughs> tied for favorite for me. Yeah, I'm Bear. a bear. Yeah. Yeah. I like I, Randy Savage. I like the troll of little troll. I don't know what it is about. There's that something surreal going on there. It just freaked me out. Like, you don't really see his face. Yeah. But you know something's not right there. You see the mouth open, though, and it's kind of like... Just and creepy. It is. It looks like he does some like hand motions too, just as he notices you. Maybe that's something they do anyway. Uh. <laughs> uh the, I like how they're planning on, uh, or maybe it's already done this way, but on Steam, how like the Steamwork stuff, how the mods are going to be really easy to install and uninstall and be promoted through Steam. Yeah. Yeah, I, I wish they could do that shit. I wish they could do that stuff for the consoles. That'd be kind of cool. Yeah, yeah. 
But yeah, I guess you can't really have kids downloading dick mods and stuff. Yeah. Well, I mean, I mean, like the official like I think like uh, Bethesda just released like a a texture upgrade pack or some shit like that. Yeah. Yep. Oh yeah. Yeah. Uh. All right. So we're going to go into a little segment that I like to call Burning Question for Answer. So hot. Perfect. Oh, oh shit. All right. It ramped up there at the end. I was I had settled in. <laughs> uh so um let's look at the responses for last week's burning question for answer so hot, which was uh what is your favorite game demo? Hmm. Long pause while I <laughs> open up the page. Shitting on my lawn. I'm sorry. <laughs> okay. I'm sorry. So Last week's burning question for answer so hot was, uh, what is your favorite game demo? We had a few responses there. Uh, very angry response from our good buddy Dan Bethel uh, for quote-unquote <laughs> shitting on his lawn. I'm sorry, Dan. Uh, you know, it was something that we kind of came up with on the spot. Um, and, I, I, you know, I didn't even really think about it. But, uh, you know. Yeah, that's clear. <laughs> uh, yeah, there was no foresight. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Fuck me. No, thanks. God damn it. Not even with a ballet dick. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. Um, th- there were only a handful of responses. Uh, we had some mentions of the uh, the Metal Gear Solid 1 demo from Woo! our good buddy Dan Bethel. Friend of the site. Indeed. Dan Bethel. Former. Yep, yep. Oh. And, uh... Our uh, <laughs> our buddy Amazing Lover, who uh, he he, it might just be me, but I think he's been he's been away for a little while, or at least not commenting for a little while. So you know, glad to see him back. And uh, he said that the uh, Bioshock, he said Bioshock for me was the ultimate demo. I mean, how could someone play it and not buy the game? And I could not agree more. Yeah, that's a good demo. Oh, the bio- I remember playing the Bioshock demo, and like in that moment, like you get in the bathysphere and. Um, like when it comes up over the rise and you just see the city and the music swells like goosebumps, like the most intense goosebumps I've ever gotten from a game. And I was like, holy fuck. And like, I think the next day I went and bought it. It was incredible. Hmm. As the demo guy, I'm ashamed to say I haven't played that demo. Whoa. It's yep. a good one. So, uh, yeah. Thank you, Amazing Lover, for uh, for chiming in. So this week's burning question for answer so hot is what is one game franchise that you are hopelessly, blindly devoted to? Uh, Chris, do you have an answer? Uh, fuck. There's a little game series that uh, you guys might be familiar with. Pokemon. It's called WWE World <laughs> Wrestling Championship. Yeah. yeah, so we can just go WCW ahead. versus NWO. We can just go ahead and skip my answer. World Wildlife Foundation. It's men in spandex. Ah, uh, really? It's, yeah. it's it's man man grappling. Man grappling. I'll uh, always buy a man grappling game. Every, well, not ev- not every year, but I will buy a man grappling game every two or three years and enjoy uh, it quite a bit. So deal with that. Move on. Dan Bevel, your turn. Dan. Hold on. Um, okay. Okay. Hmm. All right. Mm-hmm. I'm think. I'm just thinking. 
Mm -hmm. I'm holding. I'm Mm -hmm. I'm thinking so hard. Mm -hmm. Mm. Should we come back, or what? No, I'm just trying to think here. Uh, There there are many franchises to which I was blindly devoted, but have since cooled on. Uh, Final Fantasy I was for years. Whoa! Yeah. Um, Yeah, Final Fantasy 1 through 7, at least the ones that became available... On the American market, I, I purchased blindly. Um, seven. But I would say seven, eight, I bought nine, I bought ten, never finished ten. That's okay. Ten was um, pretty good. No, it wasn't. That's okay. Oh, I um, love ten. Uh, 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 going back here, there's a really good series, and I guess you could call it a series because two games were released. But I don't know if you remember, it's for the PS2. It's There were two games. One called, I think it was released by Sony Entertainment of America called... Uh, or whatever, computer entertainment. Mar- the Mark of Cree. Yeah, as a, it's a wonderful game. And, uh, it's a rise little clunky. Of the Kasai, right? And the Rise of the Kasai, man. I wish they made another one. And I, you know, if they did, Whoa. I would probably buy, buy a PS3 for it. Um, because it was, I loved those games, even though they were just kind of like, they're kind of forgettable, but but they were just so much fun. But other than that, I think the only other series I, I would probably buy anything of. Uh, would be the Metal Gear series. Um, anything by Double Fine. But, yeah. That's well, about it. I, I've heard that Mark of the Cree was, was actually really good. And, and it is really good. Rise of Kasai was only slightly less awesome. It was, it's, it kept the core of the gameplay. And, right. uh, it, yeah, it made it a, it, it tried to streamline it. Streamline it? Let's call it streamlining. And, uh, you lost. There was a little bit of a loss, but uh, it was. Uh, I could see them really pushing it with the modern technology that's available to them. It really make it an, a more immersive game that it really wanted to be. Uh, but uh, yeah, it's a good game. I recommend it to anybody. But and then there's the obvious ones like Mass Effect or Elder Scrolls, right? right? But uh, yeah, I think if it were come down to to a game that would come out now. That I'd be really interested in and would probably buy without even thinking about it would be another Marker Cree game. All right. Uh, Humor Tumor, how about you? you well, that's actually, him? that's really easy. It's just <laughs> Resident Evil. Oh, right. Hey. Yeah. I should have seen that coming. Yawn. Oh, it's not hard to see. Good point. Good point. Uh, Pant. Um, that's a tough one. I'm trying to think of any it's Mario. series where I've. Where it's, it's every, well, Zelda. I was gonna say like there's lots of yeah, any like lots of Nintendo franchises where I've, you know, I'll probably just pick up the next new game out of it just because mm-hmm. I like them. Um. So, yeah. well, actually, you know what? Um, I'll go with Metroid. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. Metroid series. That's that's the on the, that's the highest tier for me out of the Nintendo franchises. It's a good game. Good series. Yes. Yeah. Super Metroid. Um, no, yeah, that's even, the one. Oh, no God. one can even give you shit for liking Metroid. They give you shit for Zelda. <laughs> yeah. yeah, definitely. Yeah, but, really. But we back off on, on Meltroid. Me- Meltroid? Meltroid? Jesus Christ. Yep. Let's have some more to drink. Yep, Meltroid. Murgatroid. Yep. <laughs> Heavens, Heavens to Meltroid. <laughs> Alright, uh, for me... Um, you know, like I, I like to think that I that I'm I'm usually able to like detach myself from most forms of nostalgia, maybe because of my late blooming as far as gaming goes. But um, I'm gonna have to say Baldur's Gate. 
if uh, I, like I know I've mentioned this on a lot of a lot of episodes of the show. Um, if if they announced tomorrow, like, hey guys, got a new Baldur's Gate. I and, and if it wasn't like uh, Baldur's Gate Dark Alliance, I'd buy it. Absolutely, I would buy it. Um, I just I love Baldur's Gate. I love the story in Baldur's Gate. Just the uh, I mean th- that was a very early open world game. Um, everything about that game hmm. just absolutely enthralled me, and um, I- I'm a huge fan. So that that's easy, easy for me. Baldur's Gate. It's hmm. a good series. Yeah. So, listeners, answer in the comment section for KGB Radio episode 20. What is a game franchise that you are slavishly or blindly devoted to? We will read your responses on the show. I dare anyone to put in the comments that they want another Mary-Kate and Ashley Olsen game. Ooh, nice. They're good. We can't deny it. It's true. It's a good point. Or Britney's dance beat. Also good. (laughs) Yep, yep. Um, Black FPS experience. Oh yes, yes, very nice. I'm a big fan of uh, this indie franchise called I don't know if you've heard of it, Rock Band. Oh man, I ask Chris. I love Rock Band. I'm a huge. I fan don't of rock actually band. own it. I don't oh, own it or, or or Guitar Hero because I play the thing the thing that actually is a guitar. I used to. I used to play guitar. <laughs> and uh, one of those guys. One of those guys. Um, also, uh, listeners, uh, follow us on Twitter at known underscore griefers, write to us at known griefers at gmail.com. I am looking in the Gmail box right now to see if we've got any mail and we do rock. What? Holy shit. We do. We've got, uh, we've got email. This comes to us from Sicily Tufano. We would like to notify you that your email, Known Griefers, has won a brand new Sony PS3 from our random mail contest last Tuesday. (laughs) Just tell us where to send by entering any valid email and home address on our website below, and we will send you your PS3 within 24 hours. Thank God. Please refer to our website below. Finally. Finally. We've arrived, gentlemen. Thank God. I knew knew Sony would see that we were a viable outlet. I knew uh, we said a few episodes ago that we can be bought and the price is a, a console. And it appears that president Sony has heard our words and is, is willing to, uh, to pony up for that. So Obvi- obviously, yeah, he, yeah. he had his envoy message us. Yeah. Cecily Tufano, uh, which the funny thing about that is that, is that, <laughs> you know, like it says it's from Cicely Tufano, but then at the end it's signed by a completely different person. <laughs> it's signed by Delinda Pizella. Uh, hmm. I think it's a by some by some signed by some guy named Penis Enlargement. It, it seems legit. It seems <laughs> legit to me. So I'm going to respond to that and we'll see how it goes. So right. we need more uh, fan fiction. I think we do. Listeners, help us out. Um, we record every Friday, so by the time you hear this, you've got about four days. We need another fan, uh, another erotic fan fiction. Help us out, please. So, uh, unless anybody has anything else, I think we're gonna, I think we're gonna get out of here. Uh, Chris, so soon? Yeah, so soon. Yeah, two and a half hours later, we're gonna get out of here. <laughs> uh, Chris, do you have anything to uh, say? All right. That sounded uh, just like it. Yeah. Thank you. Um, 
special guest, Dan Bethel. Um, would you like to plug your website before we go? And now I know the only website that I need Ooh, is 707.com. 707.com. All right. Uh, Human tumor has died. Uh, Pat. <laughs> you motherfucker. <laughs> Schlong Lake. Great. Oh. All right. Uh, well, um, thank you, Dan, for, uh, for joining us again. Anytime. Oh, yes, yes, yes. Uh, and for all the staff at knowngriefers.com, my name is Rock, signing off. Have a wonderful evening, everybody. Magic